Hey, welcome everybody. Our early risers, the Robert Scott Bell Show is about to begin. And boy, do we have some healing on tap. Or girl, we have some healing on tap. Boys and girls, we have some healing on tap. Lots of it. Energy, everything involved in healing today on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, we got Antonia Harmon on from England. And she's going to talk about some things that it might challenge conce concepts in healing. But to me, as a homeopath energy guy, I, th I think we're going to have a good time with this. And uh, pretty extraordinary things we'll be able to discuss in the first hour. Links are up in the show notes, of course, at robertscottbell.com. Joe Messino is back from Nutritional Frontiers. And we're going to focus a little bit about, I think, the endocrine system. Let me just double check here as I flip this on over. Gut hormone connection to foundational health. And Joe's always a great, we have a great time uh, together. Nutritional Frontiers, supporters of this show. Thank you to them. RSB15 discount code. We got lots of opportunities for healing. The abundance is available to you. Get ready. Share the show. RobertScottBell.com slash listen. That's the chat room. We'll check out questions and comments there for you as well. So let's get this healing party started right about now. Robert Scott, the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you all once again for being here. Two hours a day, six days a week, or any fraction there of the Robert Scott Bell Show is on. And you can sign up for the newsletter. Super Don sends out each day by texting RSB, my initials RSB, to 22828. That is 22828. Send RSB, my initials RSB, for Robert Scott Bell. Anyway, I, shout out to Mike Adams, the health ranger. Man, what a, I mean, I always enjoy getting to see him. I don't see him all that much. I mean, heck, who does? He's so busy. Uh, but we got to hang out on the set of a movie uh, that uh, Dr. Andrew Wakefield is uh, putting together in Austin. It was amazing, really fun. And uh, I think he mentioned what I mentioned as well, how unusual that experience was as it was a fictional movie based on fact, but a fictional movie, uh, basically not a documentary, but a, a feature film that was being produced. And at the same time, we were there uh, with a number of booths within the natural products industry with real products and real people that normally are manning those booths to talk about and educate on their products and services. And yet there was a bunch of extras. I don't know if it's 50 or a hundred that were there as extras as they do on movies. And we were interacting with them. Uh, it, it was like this artificial reality meeting reality, reality. They were actors and they were told where to stand and what to do. And we, we just happened to be there talking with them. And in fact, uh, uh, we were recording uh, my radio show for, for Sunday yesterday. Was it? Yeah. Two days ago show the, uh, the last show or about, gosh, are we in November already? Super done. Are we, is this November? How did we get here? November. That's not possible. Is it? I guess it is. It is November. Isn't it confirmed? It me. is. And we got our first snow today. We got snow today. We had one yes. a couple a week or two ago, but hey, who's counting? It's cold. <laughs> I got my jackets on. I'm ready. Uh, so uh, I was thinking about the weirdness of and the coolness of the experience of uh, Mike Adams and I were doing my show, recording it, a real show, while they were doing a doc, not a, doc, a a feature film, a fictional movie. <laughs> it was like, you know, never. It was it was kind of cool because there were a few times when I connected while you were away. Yeah. And so I connected and there's like guys with cameras and they're rolling. Okay. Action. You know, yes. and I'm like, what am I watching here? This is kind of interesting. It, it was, I guess it was a real movie set. Very cool. Nice people. Great crew in the cast that I met. Uh, amazing actors. Absolutely amazing. 
And, uh, well, we'll get you more info on that when it, when we can go public on more details. Uh, but for now, again, thanks, uh, Mike, for mentioning me in your uh, update yesterday. I think something happened because we spiked on um, uh, Twitter. And I don't know if yeah. that's because Elon Musk is back, but suddenly we had double or triple the amount of people watching uh, whatever we were sending out on Twitter as well. So welcome if you're <laughs> here with us two hours a day, six days a week, in addition to our Brideon.tv simulcast second hour on Mondays. So uh, first story here before we're joined by our Antonio Harmon. And this first time she's on Antonia and she's from England. And I was just chatting with her prior to the show. And I got a little bit of backstory or background from Anna Ditchburn. You remember the world's best courage coach, Laban and Anna. And she described an experience she had with Antonia. I was just so intrigued by it. And I think that Kevin Tuttle even mentioned some kind of experience interaction. I'm like, whoa, this woman really understands energy and probably can communicate uh, some concepts about healing then maybe we're all in for a, you know, a new experience and I'm always up for learning something new and, and it maybe just builds on something you already know. And it's a different way to communicate it. So I'm very excited about what we're going to do today. And then in the second hour, we have Joe Messino from nutritional frontiers. So we're going to talk a lot about gut health and hormone health and all of that, the relationship. And if I speak about gut health, uh, talked about seizure, seizure activity for many years here on the Robert Scott Bell show as a homeopath, I've looked at seizure activity outside of actual head trauma or head injury as being rooted primarily in the gut. That when you have dysbiosis, you have that, that gut brain connection, but often that communication is reliant upon guess what? The microbiological world that is bacteria. And other species that we think, oh my gosh, that's scary and dangerous. We got to kill them with antibiotics is the way I grew up. Quite different from the way my wife and I raised our children with no antibiotics, recognizing how important that microbiome is to aspects of health from digestion, assimilation, elimination patterns, excretory action function, uh, endocrine function, right? brain and nervous system function, neurotransmitters, all of that. And so when we look at something as controversial as experimental injections, in this case of the mRNA variety, we've got a story out of the Defender and the headline reads, COVID vaccines and first time seizures. Is there a link? And at this point, I'm saying, what could not be linked to these COVID jabs? Seriously, how many systems are corrupted, injured, inflamed? Lipid nanoparticles delivering synthetic mRNA to bind to your own DNA. They claim it doesn't, but apparently there are studies showing it does. To almost, we talk about mandating something, right? We're not into mandates here. We're into freedom. But this mRNA, mRNA injection seemingly mandating your DNA to synthesize proteins that would never, ever be synthesized naturally or normally. Yeah, we want to we want to help you produce the spike protein that we say is on the COVID uh, virus. Therefore, you will develop antibodies for it and you will not get. I mean, it's just a lunatic, lunatic idea. And of course, it's proven to be a lunatic idea. And, and you know, you, it's, it's bad. I'm giving a bad name to lunatics by linking the COVID vaccine to lunatics and lunacy. But what system is not harmed by this? Now, the subheadline in this article at Defender, if someone you know was diagnosed with epilepsy or new onset seizures in the past few years with no obvious source, head trauma, neurosurgery, radiation, meningitis, et cetera, ask if they took one of the COVID-19 jabs. And that's Peter McCullough asking a great question along with John Leake. Great question to ask. Now, I've seen seizure disorders associated primarily, as I said, with gut imbalance and gut dysbiosis caused by any number of things, including 
previous incarnations of vaccines when they were considered antigen antibody type interactions, not mRNA, antibiotic use, other drugs that may be used to treat seizures actually causing seizures. So how is it far-fetched to believe that these mRNA injections with spike protein production could not also harm brain and neurological function either through the gut or directly by interacting with the brain and nervous system? And so that's the question being asked by Peter McCullough here, and it's a great question. And it uh, talks about a case uh, study published in the National Library of Medicine. The researchers from Taiwan reported a 22-year-old man who had his first seizure six days after the second Moderna shot. You know, what is a coincidence? Two incidences happening in temporal fashion, right? We try to deny if we're in the established medical field and in favor of, of COVID injections, we would like deny anything and say, well, it's just a coincidence. What does that mean? They're using the term to dissuade you from connecting cause and effect. And isn't that the dynamic, if you will, way, a dastardly dynamic way to keep people in victim states of consciousness? Because there is no cause and effect relationship, therefore it is a mystery. And granted, there are mysteries in life. I I don't know it all. <laughs> Despite what you think, I don't know everything. Yeah, I know a lot, but so do you. But there are always things we encounter that are like mysterious because we can't connect cause to the effect. Now, sometimes we can connect cause to the effect, but still not understand how to break the cycle of the effect. And I'll, and I'll give you this as an example, because this is something I'm going to follow up. This is my intention to follow up with, with Antonia, even after the show today, as we talk and learn about her talents and gifts and, and knowledge base. I've talked about my wife. It's not been a hidden secret since 10 years now. She had dental extractions, seemingly routine dental extractions, but it created a cavitation of some kind that damaged the trigeminal nerve to the point of extreme ongoing trigeminal neuralgic pain, which is called the suicide pain. In the first couple of years, it was devastating. I didn't know if my wife would live just simply from the suffering. And along the way, we found things to alleviate some of the intensity, never really fully engaging or getting rid of all the pain, but some of the anxiety that exacerbates the pain. You know, we talked about botanical uh, things, cannabis, hemp, CBD, all of these things, as well as uh, anti-inflammatories from the natural realm, but still not resolving the manifestation of pain that just would linger mysteriously, despite knowing at least at one level, the cause. So then the question of cause goes to de- goes deeper. Do we have traumas that we're unaware of in this lifetime or a previous experience, or for those that don't believe in previous lifetimes, then from previous traumas through ancestry, you know, I, you have different ways of people believing about things before this lifetime. I understand that. But are there things that we can tap into that are just mysterious as all get out? Because we can't tie back into what is the real origin point. Looks like Robert's having some internet issues here. We're still live. There you are. Yeah. Did I, did you lose me? Your internet glitched again. It did that once before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see I'm on like one in the red zone now. Yeah. This is kind of interesting today. Back in the yellow. Yeah. I don't know what you lost. I don't know what you lost from me, but again, I'm pontificating on cause and effect to the deepest levels I can to resolve or solve mysteries that I don't think when it comes to the spike protein injections or the MRNA, it's a mystery to me. No, not at all. But when I talk about my wife, I go, there's a lot of mystery there. It's not making sense. And 
we haven't fully resolved it. So <laughs> I can do that too. Look at that. No. Something's going on with Robert's internet today. This is unusual. Normally this is not this is not uh not a not a situation here. Let's see if he comes back here. I'm you're here with me on the Robert Scott Bell show Super Don. Am I back? Yeah, you're back now. Okay. You 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 froze like a mannequin there for about twenty seconds or so. Jeez, man, this is <clears> something going on there. Very man. important stuff today, and I think that's why it's happening. We got to counteract the good the goodness that is about to be unleashed on the audience, <laughs> on all of us. And let's not belabor that, so I don't lose my connection. And in case I do, you can continue with our first time guest, Antonia Harmon from England. Antonia, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Hello, hello. It's me. There, it's an attack. Don't worry, I'm on it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you know, it happens so rarely. Yeah. Honestly, we we have uh, d connection issues, but usually I, I've got some stable starting points, and I'm really bringing up some deep level questions about cause. Ah, there he goes again. <laughs> there he goes right. again. There he goes again. All right, boy, this is putting me on the spot here. All right, so Antonio Harmon, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's go. First, we'll, we'll take a look here at, uh, at your website, divineempowerment.com. Yes. And so let's so just, basically, let's just, I mean, I can say, start. Let's go ahead and just do, do a back, let's get your backstory. What, what, what is it that you do? What brought you to where you are now? So my name's Antonio Harmon from Divine Empowerment, and I dissolve trauma. I do something called fifth dimensional healing. Now, you're probably aware of third, third dimensional healing, but I'm in the fifth dimension. It's called high level magic also, and I'm a wizard. <laughs> so 3D healing um, is when you're using an intermediary or lower level magic is when you're using an intermediary to do the work. You might be using a potion or a spell or homeopathy or a ceremony or an angel or some, something to help you manifest what it is you're trying to manifest. There's something between you and what you're doing. Hello, Robert. I'm just explaining what I do. I do 5D yeah. magic and 3D when you're using an intermediary. I, I, look, I'm a wizard. I'm, so carrying, the difference I'm, catching, between a I'm catching some of this, Antonia. And I just want to say, um, you even mentioned homeopathy. And I think in terms of when you said intermediary, we mm. talk about medicine. We can talk about yes. drugs, which we're not fans of. We can talk about herbs, which we are very big fans of, and homeopathy, which we support, and, and even energy work. But there are people, as we recognize, that are off put by certain words and they don't understand them and they're frightened by them. Yet we're sure. looking at healing and utilizing these tools that are there at our disposal if we are open to the gifts of healing, which are much broader and wider than our limited training or mental cognition within medical school or even homeopathic training. Sure. So um, I'm doing 5D healing, which is uh, a wizard. So the difference between lower level magic, which is also 3D magic, which can also be witchcraft if people are doing various different potions and spells and things, versus the 5D work or the high level magic or wizardry is the intermediary. So using something, something to help you do the work in some capacity. I don't need any intermediary to help me do it because I've spent a lot of the last 20 years in a trance state awakening my divine gifts because I have this idea that we're all gods and goddesses who have no idea we're gods and goddesses. And I've spent 20 years awakening my abilities and abilities I can wake up in other people. And with that, I can instantly dissolve traumas. 
I can instantly dissolve some diseases as well. And I figured out what disease truly is. And I've got loads of examples of that. I've got loads of videos on my YouTube of me dissolving various different things. And I've been having fun this last weekend dissolving physical pain. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to get to that, Antonia, because that's what I'm talking about with my wife's situation, a very severe physical debility uh, that has limited her ability to function as a human being uh, fully uh, as she enjoyed I can dissolve it. anxiety as well. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. And I just worked on, there's a, there's a celebrity in the UK called Meg Matthews, who was married to Noel Gallagher from the band Oasis. I'm not sure. Oasis got stateside, didn't they? Uh, Oasis. Yeah, of Oasis. Although I was really bad on learning about the Dave Clark five and I was uh, ashamed by super Don for not knowing them as well. Well, the wife of the, of, of Noel Gallagher is um, my neighbor and friend, and she had social anxiety since the 90s because she was the third most photographed person in the UK after Princess Diana and the Spice Girl, and she's had social anxiety since then. I got rid of that in 10 minutes. <laughs> That's lunch. nice. Well, you heard me talking about cause and effect and that concept in physics. Uh, and, you know, having an origin point, whether it be a trauma, you talk about trauma, uh, dissolving that trauma. How is it that you can do that? I don't necessarily mean mechanically without taking the trauma that you've removed. If I'm saying this right, please, you can correct me in just a sec. Remove from somebody and not have it play on you. And then you take on that maybe karmic burden. Does that make sense as a question? Oh, yeah, that would be a silly thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be dead. But I think a lot of people <laughs> in the in, that dally in, if I, again, I'm just at a loss for the right words to use here. Uh, and this type of energy type healing, for lack of a better way to describe it, you talk about 5D, uh, fifth dimensional things. I think a lot of people that get into the psychic realm, they don't understand the repercussions of removing something that is serving somebody, even though they are suffering and in pain and then removing it without the understanding of how to do it. And then you take it on yourself. So I don't do that. So what I do is, okay, I think I need to start from the beginning. I have to tell okay. you what disease is first, and then we can get into that bit. Cause I think we're, we've got to just do things in That'd a be great. fashion. Oh, yes. Okay. So, um, disease, I figured out what disease is. And actually, it's the most simple, obvious thing. And you're going to have a eureka aha moment in just a minute. It's, it's really profound and yet really obvious simultaneously. So diseases come in three categories, a gas, a liquid, or a solid. I think we've got a slide, which we're going to show in just a moment for that as well. But gas-based diseases are thought-based diseases. So if you've ever spent time with someone who's angry or upset or depressed or anxious, you spend a few seconds with them and you immediately feel anxious or depressed or overwhelmed or whatever it is that they're feeling. They're radiating that. It's almost like they smell of it. It's coming off them. You know, even someone who's happy, you feel great when you're around someone who's happy and you feel anxious around a depressed person or, or a or a, um, like an angry person, if you walk into a room after an argument, you can feel it in the air, or a depressed person sort of takes the air out of the room. It's like it's in the air. So gas-based diseases are thought-based diseases. With me so far, I hope everyone. The second category is a liquid, liquid-based disease. Now, what behaves like a liquid? Um, think about chronic pain. Chronic pain moves around the body and its intensity changes. So if you've got backache, sometimes it's a 10 out of 10, sometimes it's a 2 out of 10, and its physical location moves around. It behaves like a fluid. Same for something like fibromyalgia, any other chronic pain, arthritis, or a cyst. A cyst is a literal ball of fluid. So that's a liquid-based disease. Now, how does a liquid go into being a solid 
So sorry, if it's, so how does the gas go into being a liquid? If you have enough water vapor or steam running, floating around and, you know, doing its boop, 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 boop stuff, if you put enough steam into a container, into a sealed container and keep putting that in, keep putting that in, keep putting that in, it will eventually become a liquid. It cools down and it slows down. And thoughts are liquid, as you remember. Thoughts are liquid. So it's your condensed thoughts. And then you've got solid-based disease. A solid-based disease would be something like a tumour. A tumour, if you've ever pressed one, is rock hard. You press it and it's hard. And that's your condensed thoughts. So it's just more and more gas, more and more thoughts. Compressed, 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 compressed until you get to a solid. So if you figure that out, this is fundamental in healing and it's just your thoughts are causing the disease. So if you know what that is, if you know what mm -hmm. the thoughts are that, that cause the disease, then you can work on that. And I've got a textbook that I use called Metaphysical Anatomy that tells me the emotional why behind diseases. So what I do to heal people is I read the, the section from this book, mm -hmm. dissolve the resonance with the words, and then diseases tend to fall out. Now, liquid-based disease, gas-based diseases are pretty easy. Mm -hmm. I've had um, one of my students doing a level two course ended up dissolving this, um, one of our students, depression. He had depression for 27 years and it takes every pill and done everything right you know everything that you would do as a sensible person with that horrendous illness and um and i said to my level two students dissolve his depression and they went what are you talking about antonio that's mad and i said just go through the steps i've awoken your abilities because i awaken people's abilities to be able to do healing i and after um so i asked them to work on it and they thought it was completely balmy mm -hmm. and yet they did it and um and in less than 10 minutes i went looks like it's gone. Martin, how do you feel? And he went, the emptiness is gone and I feel cheerful. And I mm. said, where was the last time you felt cheerful? And he said, about five months ago, but I had some beers. When was the last time you felt cheerful without the aid of alcohol? And he said, I don't know, but it's been years. That was April, two and a half years ago. That, and it hasn't, it hasn't been back since. So wow. that's what we do with those diseases. That's quite common. That's relatively yeah. easy. And now I've got to the stage where liquid-based diseases, chronic pains are seeming to go. And I was... Um, I was really brave at the weekend. I decided, because I normally, I mean, if you look at my YouTube, I'm always dissolving traumas. I'm dissolving traumas all the time. You can literally watch a video of me on my YouTube, follow along and dissolve traumas. It's embedded in the video. But I decided to take it one step further. Okay, and well, I, Antonia, hold on. Before you do that, <laughs> I want to ask Super Don to show us the visual of what you've uh, began to describe, which is fascinating. Yes, and please. I get it because I've talked about the fact you can walk into a room and energy is palpable. You described it as gas at that point, moving into liquid and then also the solid state. And so this is an image that we have up that you probably have in maybe in, in some of your YouTubes or on your website. And by the way, if you haven't figured out the website she mentioned, I'm going to mention it right now. It's linked up in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com, divine empowerment dot com and there you will connect with antonia and we'll talk more about what you can learn there but the solid you talk about the rigid and then you've got okay there i'm just looking at it and there's the next that's the energetic revolution to go back yeah hold this for a second i just want to read through this i'm going to go back to the gas obviously not liquid no fixed shape no fixed volume can be uh squashed right and you talked about adding more and more into a container eventually it can condense and become a liquid accurate. I mean, this is, these are basic scientific principles, observation. No, I don't think there's any controversy there. Uh, it's not, it's not really rigid. It's not a fixed shape. It, 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 it has a fixed volume, uh, cannot be squashed per se. Uh, and then the rigid form fixed shape, uh, fixed volume cannot be separated in that same way or, uh, yeah, squashed in this, in the sense. Now, 
what's controversial if there is, and look, we're not afraid of controversy here, Antonia, is equating those three states. Some would say it's three states of matter, but I think we're so much more than material beings. I think of uh, yeah. the, the, the police song, we are spirits in a material world. Others have said uh, I'm a spiritual being having human experiences. So we have to extend our, maybe our minds can grasp it. Maybe they can't beyond just the mental realm to get some of this to be understood or uh, acknowledged. Maybe it's just something you experience and you know, and it's hard to describe to transform the gas, liquid, and solid description into forms of disease, gas, thoughts, liquid, maybe a little bit more formed into the body as a chronic pain and solid into a tumor, a more compressed state. Uh, so again, thank, bear with me and thank you for, uh, let me try to digest what you're saying in a way that can land for people. So I want to give examples of it in nature though, because I think that will make it make more sense. Um, so everything changes state and everything goes through these forms. Everything that that exists goes through this. So I'm just looking around my desk and we'll just take my, my Harry Potter mug I've got right here because I'm a wizard. (laughs) So, um, so thoughts are gases. So imagine someone else is deciding how to how to make this. So they're, they're, they're conjuring it in their mind. They're thinking about how it is. And then they design it. So they design it either with a pen, which is a liquid, or on a liquid screen. A computer screen is a liquid screen because it's moving all the time. And then it goes into a solid. Everything that exists goes through this these stages. And then if we look at the body, if we look at hormones, think about when you have, um, say, you see some danger. And what happens is, you know, your thoughts then create hormones in your body, your cortisol, your adrenaline, your noradrenaline. Conversely, if you are happy and you see something pleasurable, you get your dopamine, your endorphins, you get the happy hormones, right? But that is a gas, your thoughts going into a liquid because hormones are liquids in the body, right? Mm -hmm. So it's fundamental. It's everything in creation goes through these forms. And if you get mastery of gas, liquid, solid, you become a god. I don't mm. have mastery of solid, gas, solid, solid liquid gas, but I'll give you some examples of where it's been done. So if you've got mastery of this, I live in Cornwall and I live near where King Arthur was and um, and Merlin. We so were talking about that before, Tintagel, and I actually had some amazing Tintagel. experiences of when visiting there many years ago. We did a road trip down through it, walked down to the caves by the ocean there. You just feel the, the, the energy was very special, very unique. Uh, I just enjoyed it immensely. Sure. So what happened was how the story goes was Merlin, who was a wizard, and I would just say he was an enlightened being, um, but they, he's, he's referred to as a wizard because he could do magic and Arthur C. Clarke, any, uh, any sufficiently advanced form of technology is indistinguishable from magic. So what he did was there was a sword in a stone. And what Merlin did was put the sword in the stone. So how, And then no one could get it out until somebody worthy came along. So what I think Merlin did was to liquefy the stone make it mushy, and then stick the the sword inside of it. And then he was waiting for someone worthy to be the king of England to then come and remove it. To have mastery of solid liquid gas, to be able to turn stone into liquid, you have to be enlightened. So then he found someone enlightened who was King Arthur, who managed to liquefy the stone again and release the sword. And that's what he did. And if you've got mastery of it, you can walk on water. Because, Robert, I've got a question for you. What's solid water? Yeah, I think they call it ice. I think they call it ice. Yeah, yeah. 
So, Master yeah. of solid liquid gas means you can walk sure. on water. It also means you can instantly manifest. It also, I mean, there are many stories of um, yogis having a grain of rice and making 10,000, 20,000 grains of rice from one, one single grain. And I thought we also have to realize that there are, there's a couple of very famous people in history who've been able to do this sort of work. But in Chinese and Tibetan written history, there's 160,000 monks who could do all of this stuff. So it's special and not unique. Mm-hmm. And if you get mastery of it, you can pretty much do anything. Well, it's and talking about developing developing <laughs> skills, right? Uh, as we go yes. to school to learn things, of course, a lot of the things we learn, I think, are, are tending to keep us in a, a victimized state of consciousness to not acknowledge the ability to master the, you know, the environment that we've been given as co-creators, I perceive it, co-creators with God to create a, a, an amazing life. Now, most of us spend our life creating things out of fear. And we wonder why are these horrible things happening? Yet you took part, we took part, I took part in creating those things or co-creating them through those emotions of fear. And people have a harder time believing that you could turn that around and work with love or higher, you know, uh, principles and also co-create amazing things. But most people are Mm. trapped into the, oh, yeah, uh, like I created that. Like I would want to create that. I'm not saying you wanted to, but on some level you did. And why not take some of the mastery of, uh, you know, as we talk about liquid gas solids, it's a fascinating way to describe it. I'm just like I say, I'm intrigued by everything we're talking about today. So another example would be a tornado. I think we've got another slide that we can show, please. In a tornado, sometimes it's rare, but sometimes the brick wall or the plank of wood liquefies. Because if you look at this plank of wood in this piece of wall, it's completely embedded into this wall. Mm-hmm. And what happens in the eye of the storm is there are sometimes the Wizard of Oz. I mean, the house moving that sometimes happens without the house being destroyed. Sometimes a house in a tornado gets picked up and deposited somewhere else and it's OK. And why is that when it's everything's spinning so fast? If you if you get spin enough fast enough, a vortex fast enough, it becomes a liquid. And what happened here in this picture is that plank of wood is not damaged. It's not smashed to pieces. And if it had gone through the wall, um, like in a normal way, it would have been shattered and it would have bounced off. It would have ricocheted away. But it's actually liquefied and embedded itself and become one with the wall. And the molecules have intertwined with one another. And that's an example of the sword and the stone. That's an example of solid becoming a liquid. And this is not a unique thing. They've done, they've recreated this. It's called matter soup. And they've done it in some of the Ivy League universities. They've made solids into liquids and it's been recreated in labs. It's not, it's not that fringe. It's been well, recreated I, in, in labs. I think we're talking about aspects of, of physics again. Uh, yeah, I don't even know yeah. if we're going into quantum physics at this point. But yeah, I mean, normally if you projected uh, uh, two by four, as we call that, uh, wood into a brick wall, it would shatter or crack or break the wood. And, you know, maybe it could damage the brick. Or just fall off. It just wouldn't do anything. It would just bounce. But, uh, again, there's some controversies in terms of vortices. And I mentioned to you before we went on the air, remember when we're making our homeopathic medicines, we're utilizing a process they call dynamization, uh, which is taking a liquid substance through water and succussion, shaking vigorously, and it creates little vortices within the water that impart something different than its physicality or physical properties into the water that are not necessarily measured in the same way in terms of matter 
And we've talked homeopathy going beyond the number of Avogadro when there's no matter left, except now we have technology that looks into the nano size of particles that exist in a, almost a different state in between states. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah. So I wanted to show another slide as well of my okay. cyst. We've got one of an ovarian cyst. I had an ovarian cyst. Okay. And the reason for having an ovarian cyst is actually about resentment. And I was in an abusive relationship at the time, which the one after that one, please, darling. Um, I'll get to that one. <laughs> Next one. Um, or we can do this one first. Super Don, is there one more of the cyst? Yeah, that's that it? There it is. And okay. then we'll go back to the, the previous one in just a moment. So if we look at this slide, we can see on the right-hand side, there's an ovarian cyst. This is from the NHS. It's a picture that I got them to, to show me. Um, so on the right-hand side, there's a, um, there's a bubble. This is my ovaries, and this is an ovarian cyst. And so if you can look from the size, it's about the size of a golf ball. It's 22 centimeters volume by around four centimeters by two and a half by just over four. So it's, but it's, it's about the size of a golf ball. And that's the picture on the right-hand side. And if you look at the picture on the left, there is no sign of it. This was about six weeks afterwards, but I worked on the emotions. I got my trusty textbook. I dissolved the emotional resonance with it, and it was gone within three days. How do I know it's gone three in within three days? Because it didn't hurt anymore. And I was pressing my abdomen where this issue was, and there was no problem at all. It was gone, and I felt it pop, not in a rupturing way, because obviously when cysts rupture, that's very dangerous. This just went and it mm. was gone. But what happened was the emotions came out of me and I got really like grumpy and moody as they came out of me. I've, I've developed the skills a bit, a bit more tightly now to be able to get it so that there's no problems when it comes out. But I managed to dissolve this. Yeah, it came out of me as this gas, this emotions yeah. just came out of me, which was really interesting. But now I can suck them out of people and not have that. Problem. Uh, yeah. That and, was and that. By the way, this is the description you're, you're, you're kind of hinting at that Anna, Anna Ditchburn had talked to us about a world's best trauma recovery coach, as she is known, uh, talked about talking with you in a particular uh, instance where she described almost like a, a sucking out of the body of something that just yes. dissipated, disappeared uh, while you were interacting. And again, across uh, a, a lot of time and space or at least space in terms of physicality, you didn't have to be there for that. And you know, it my works bigger, pre-recorded videos. Yeah. It works. Yeah. My classes are all online. You watch a pre-recorded video. So it works with everyone's time, time zones and it still works. It's embedded in the data. Yeah. Now the magic I want to know how you did is how did you get in to get an ultrasound at NHS? I mean, I'm thinking that must've taken years. <laughs> it did take a while. I was in a lot of pain. I was in a yeah. lot of pain and I didn't know what it was for a long time. And I, you know, managed to get myself an ultrasound for that. But the other slide as well, if we can show that, please. One Super back. Don. <laughs> yeah. One, one previous there, Super D. Yeah. I wanted to show you this last slide. So if we zoom into that, if we look at the top left-hand side, we can see this is my friend's skin. Now it's potentially called, it's potentially basal cell carcinoma which is skin cancer. And the reason I'm saying it's potentially basal cell carcinoma is until you have a biopsy, until it's cut open, you are not entirely sure and it's not diagnosed until it's diagnosed. So we can't 100% promise that it was. However, three doctors said that they suspected it was. So it, it, it it's likely to have been, but I can't promise you that it definitely was. But what I did was I read my textbook to my friend and I dissolved the resonance with the words in the textbook and it disappeared in five days. 
Yeah, we see this, and it's backwards for us in, in the U.S. where we have it would be one twelve instead of twelve one. But I know you do it the it, wrong way around. It doesn't make sense. I don't know, but you guys drive on the wrong side of the road. All right, so uh, January. I know 12th. why that is. Do you know why we drive on the other side of the road? It's Napoleon's fault. Do you know what? Oh yeah, I've, I've heard that. Yeah. Um, it was Napoleon. You're supposed to be able to draw your sword from your. Most people are right hand, and you draw your sword from your right hand, and so mm-hmm. you have your right your sword like that, and you stab people and say, "Because they were highway robbers, your money or your life," and you draw your yeah. sword so you can stab them, and so it's on the right side to get to the yes. road side to the people on the pavement, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, but Napoleon was left-handed, so he wanted everyone to do it so he could draw his sword from the left. That's why you drive on a different side of the road because you followed the French. Yes, that's it. The stinkers. It's random right. bit of knowledge. No, that's cool. But again, in this thing, you, you can you hold up that book and give me the name of that book and who who wrote that book? Yeah, sure I can. It's my textbook. It's called Metaphysical Anatomy. Oops. So, all right, Metaphysical Anatomy. So this is something you've written? Or something no, I wish to? I had. Yeah. I have a book that I'm writing at the moment, but this is the okay. textbook that I use. It's by a lady called Yvette Rose, who's an absolute genius. It's the textbook that I use. But all I do to dissolve liquid-based diseases which is what I normally do with some gas and liquids. Solids, mm. solids are slightly out. I'm, I'm edging towards solids, but mm. I, they're not guaranteed. But what I do is I dissolve, I read the textbook and dissolve the resonance with the disease. And I've had success with things like arthritis or fibromyalgia and backache. So backache, I, as I was saying that I was very brave on the weekend and I, um, I was at a, an event, a trade show, and I had a couple of speeches and I decided that I was going to see if I could dissolve backache in a room full of people, everybody simultaneously. And it was interesting. I told them the whole story and how everything works. And I freaked them out. I did it. I dissolved everyone's backache. But they were so freaked out. It was so advanced and beyond their scope of understanding that they actually freaked out and left. How did that, how did that mean? Yeah, you say uh, huh? they manifested that by saying they they couldn't look at you. They were just in- intimidated or frightened, or what they would were you say? they were weirded out. It was weirded too much. Out. There was a lot of psychic attack, which I dealt with for the following day because I did a I did the same speech the following day, which is going to be available on my YouTube in I don't know the next couple of days when it's edited. There's that I did two speeches. There, one of them has just come out today, and there'll be one towards maybe next week on my YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was me dissolving traumas, and then the other one was which I do all the time. So it was nothing new. And one of them is dissolving the backache. But on the backache one, that was pretty cool because I um, um, we I went around. I used to be a TV host. So I was quite it was really fun. I used to um, I, I was running around with the microphone and like, hey, everyone. And just doing my, my what I used to do for work. So I actually quite mm-hmm. like it. So, um, yeah. So I was running around the audience. I dissolved everyone's backache. I did it in a few rounds. I read the textbook to them first, dissolved the resonance with the word, asked them to think about the ones which were the, the bits of the book, which are the most impactful or the biggest resonance or really uncomfortable. Um, and then I dissolved the resonance with it and did it in several rounds. And there was one girl who's, I mean, she was only 27 and she spent, I said, how much have you, she came to the stand afterwards to talk to me because it was, you know, nice to do that too. And she said that she's had backache for years and she's been in so much pain and she spent thousands of pounds on it and it's completely gone. But the ones that were the coolest was uh, an, an older lady who said um, she was blown away. And she said, I've had backache for the longest time and it's completely gone. And she said, I'm looking for twinges. I'm moving around. This is 45 minutes afterwards. She said, I'm looking for it. I can't find it. It's nowhere in my body. And I said, how long is the longest time? It was 40 or 50 years. Hmm. And it's completely gone. 
And there was another lady who was her friend who was in a car crash and the car rolled and she has been in chronic pain ever since this car rolled. Um, and she was told by a lot of doctors that tough, tough, it's just going to be there for the rest of your days. She's going to be in chronic pain for the rest of her days. And I wasn't even working on shoulder pain, which it was. Shoulder pain is about feeling burdened. Lower back pain is about not um, feeling financially secure. Lack mm -hmm. of structure to your finances in the back in general is yeah. about not um, uh, uh, lack of support because your back mm -hmm. is about support. So I, she I, was a sneaky. She One second, she was really sneaky. Yeah. And, and instead of me working the back, which I was supposed to do, she just said, I'm going to focus on my shoulders. And mm -hmm. her shoulder pain which was incurable was there no more hmm. beautiful I, I want to confirm about the you know things like where things happen in the body do have a meaning they do connect to things and we've seen that pattern emerge I, carolyn miss has written uh, books on it here in the united states as well um and w I, back before we had our first child uh, i remember um uh having I, I wasn't consciously aware of my concerns about my future and the finances and things. There was some transitions going on in my life. And I had suddenly, uh, you know, reached down for a bike and without barely touching the bike, I fell over in uh, abject pain and misery. My low back had, had gone out basically mm -hmm. like I'd never experienced before. And, uh, we were able to resolve that with some energy work, chiropractic and such. But I began to recognize that it was my fear of the future and finances and things at that point in time. It was that low back, that foundation. Uh, and I'd never wanted to experience that again. It was so brutal and intense. Uh, but it also taught me, you know, about, about the body and the connection with uh, the mind, the emotions, the spirit, all of that. Yeah, I did, I did it a few days. Uh, like, I never get anything wrong with me because I'm really good at clearing things. But I've just bought a new house and I'm spending a lot of money on doing a lot of cool stuff to my house. Mm -hmm. And uh, and my um, my builder just gave me a rather large bill. And I'm fine. I've got enough money for it. But I suddenly got in the mindset that I'm hemorrhaging money. And there's this whole mm -hmm. cost of living crisis with gas prices and everything going up. And there's a lot of energy of people really worried about finances at the moment. Yeah. And I came back from holiday and I suddenly had lower back pain. And I made the easy excuse, oh, it's because I'm sleeping on a different bed and da-da-da-da-da, mm -hmm. all yeah. of this stuff. And I went, no, Antonia, use use your knowledge. And it was, yeah. uh, you know, because I kept on saying I'm hemorrhaging money and there's lack of structure to my finances. So then I went, okay. Well, obviously I know that and I just, and I cleared that resonance and my back pain was gone in a couple of minutes, mm -hmm. but it was also really interesting. A friend of mine had lower back pain and she messaged me a few weeks ago and I'd missed the message, but she was in a lot of pain. And I told her it was about not feeling financially supported. And she was like, oh, it's gone down a lot. And I thought about not being supported, but that's strange you've mentioned that because actually, as soon as I got a large check-in, mm -hmm. my back pain went from an eight out of 10 <laughs> to a two out of 10 yeah, almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. And another part of that story, I don't know that I've even told it ever, uh, you know, we had been trying my wife and I to have uh, our, our first child and we, you know, we both had, my wife and I had a lot of health uh, challenges before we met and had to work holistically, homeopathically, uh, organically, if you will, to undo a lot of damage, including mercury toxicity from dental amalgams and vaccines. And at that point I had experienced such intense pain. I described it as if I was, you know, burning the fires of karmic debt of an entire city. That's the best way I could describe it. And as it resolved the next month, we found ourselves, we were pregnant after years of trying. And so I, the, the connection to these things, I, I think they're all connected. We may not fully understand what's going on there, but resolving past traumas, paying for debts, we don't even know we have play a role in what manifests and when it manifests. Is that, does that fit in or align with the energy discussion we're having? 
It does entirely, but I also think that there is the law of attraction that people aren't understanding, and I think people mis- misname it as karma. So mm, let me okay. tell you about this, because I think yeah. this is a really interesting and, and, and important point that people have missed, largely. So the law of attraction, I'm sure most people in your audience are aware of the law of attraction, but the overall premise is what you're thinking about, you invite and you create, and it's almost like a wish. So if you want abundance, you have to be focusing on abundance, but whatever whatever it is that you're focusing on, you bring to you. Mm -hmm. However, what's not spoken about is the dark side of the law of attraction. Now, this is a big problem. So if you grew up in a house with infidelity, then unless you've cleared the infidelity from your energetic field, you're actually ordering it from the universe. So it's like um, it's like going to a restaurant and wanting the steak for dinner, but keeping asking for the chicken and just going chicken, 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 chicken to the waiter, and the waiter's totally confused. So it's going to bring you the chicken, even though you're magnanimously went, I want the steak. You aren't aware of the, of the chicken pattern, uh, and that could be from trauma, as you see, because we see like in in people who have been traumatized in the past, some people end up going down the same road and, and visit that trauma on the next generation or next victim. Others, as we talk about with Anna Ditchburn, find a way to resolve it through forgiveness and other mechanisms and means forgiveness that, is key that, that they don't repeat the same pattern that they break free of it. It doesn't, you know, there's like these both extremes and the one extreme I enjoy hearing about more often is like, I don't, it's, it's over. I, it doesn't have control of me anymore. For instance, like Anna was talking about. Yeah, I call it, well, the work I do, I call fast track forgiveness. So forgiveness is absolutely key. But what I can do is dissolve all of the resonance of grief or resentment or betrayal or rejection or whatever it might be from someone's field. And then they stop attracting things they don't want. They stop living that life and bringing those horrible situations back to them because they're not ordering it from the universe. And that's what the diseases can be largely. Antonia, did you call it fast track forgiveness? Is that what I heard you say? I did. Okay, good. I understood it. See, sometimes you you Brits can speak really quick, even for us Yanks. Don't understand English. I get overexcited. <laughs> yes, I can tell. I know I get excited too, and it's wonderful. And I like I'm thoroughly enjoying our discussion. I think it's taking our you know uh, discussion of of uh, pain and uh, disease, if you will, to another level. And not everybody understands it this way. Some will understand it another way. But I love having the discussion. It kind of broadens my perspective of how can I communicate certain things. How may I be able to help my wife, particularly uh, with her circumstance? And, you know, my plan is to connect with you after the show and see if we can have this experience because, um, you know, we, we've been at this for so long and you keep trying. We don't give up. God bless my wife for not giving up. Uh, yet something we're missing. Uh, best way I can say it. And we acknowledge magic. that. So, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> up for it. You're missing magic. I'm up for it. I'm open to it. So uh, thank you for that, Antonio. So now we're at your website again, divine, divine empowerment.com. What can people find there and what can we offer them to participate? If they want to get email alerts or newsletters from you, uh, tell me what we can do here. Well, I've got a special little thing. I've got a few special things going on for you, Robert. So okay. what we have is there's going to be a link, which I shared earlier, um, mm-hmm. which is basically, I'm going to, I'm going to run a competition for your um, your listeners. And it's okay. going to be going until Friday, which is Friday. Uh, sorry, I'm lying. It's going to be running until midnight UK time on Saturday, which is Guy Fawkes night. We can talk about Guy Fawkes in a minute, but it's going to yeah. be running until, um, until Saturday night at midnight UK time. Sure. Um, so what it is, is if people just um, leave their email address on the link, which is I think is going to be in the description, they can win. And they can win the first prize. Well, third prize is my level one course, which is online. You learn how to dissolve traumas right from the bat. And you learn how to do 
the whole of homeopathy is in level one. The oh, wow. S, you can channel essence of anything from the universe already from level one, the entirety of homeopathy, essence of anything. And you can learn how to chase it, change the taste of wine using magic. That's quite cool. And it does chakras and interesting various different things. Um, so you get that on level one. So, and then the second prize is a three course bundle. And after the level three, you can do themes, which are grief, rejection, betrayal, dissolve all of that in someone's field. There's a lot of other magic. You learn how to bend spoons in level two. You learn how to manipulate weather in level three. There's quite a lot of cool things around. And then, so you get the three course bundle is prize two and prize one is a session with me for an hour. So I can do a lot. So yeah, yeah, you just need to click and enter the competition. Just leave your email addresses and I'll be drawing the competition early next week. And in addition to that, I've mm-hmm. got so many beautiful things for you. Um, so yeah, leave your email there. But in addition, I'm going to be doing a discount if people want to buy my products. They just enter them at the checkout in the, uh, what does it say, coupon at the coupon. checkout. Yeah. Um, and it's Robert20 for 20% off all the products on my um, website. Super Don, did you put this up in, in the show notes? Do, do people know what to do here? Uh, if they feel so uh, inclined and energetically aligned, they want to connect. I see there's a link to the website. Where would they enter the, their email address to enter into this? Um, I sent him the MailChimp twice, once when we were speaking and once before he went on air. Okay. So I just want to be sure it's easy for everybody to access it uh, so that you can sign up for those that would like to. And uh, three special prizes available. Are you talking about the email that had the PowerPoint in it? No, before that. Okay, I'll have to go back and backtrack that and find that. Something, uh, yeah, I sent it to you up. twice. I sent it when we were speaking and then another one a bit later. I, it was a reply. Super D is so swamped getting ready for the show. It's not surprising that he missed it, but uh, I want to make sure everybody gets access to that. Plus the Robert 20, if you want to get anything at the website, 20% off. And I oh, love I the see di- it now. I got you see it. it? Okay. Right. Yep. So see if you can add that in to make it easy for everybody. We drop it into yep. the chat room too. Uh, also, um, I, I love the date Guy Fox Day. We, we, you know, the movie V for Vendetta is very popular here on this show. Uh, remember, remember the fifth of November. And I understand that you know the Brits might look at it differently than we do. Uh, maybe you could give us a little bit they of a were, historical perspective on this. Yeah, I mean that was quite interesting. So basically, Guy Fawkes was trying to blow up the House of Lords because he wanted to assassinate the king because the king was Protestant. And he want he was and Guy was Catholic and he wanted to put a Catholic king or queen in power. Mm-hmm. So what happened was there was normally um, the parliament breaks up over um, over the summer normally and it goes back in the I think in September. But because there was a lot of plague over London, then this is in 1605. Mm-hmm. It was a while ago. Um, yes, yeah, so there was a lot of plague in London, so they didn't go back and um, to session until the 5th of November. So what Guy did was he managed, they were, they were trying to dig in tunnels, but then heard a, a lady's, uh, heard something going on. And actually a lady had um, a room which was complete, which was directly underneath the House of Lords for storage. And it hadn't been used in a long time. So they rented this room and put 20 barrels of gunpowder in the room. And then they got worried because actually some of the laws were Catholic. And so there was a bit of a warning went out to some of the, the good ones. Mm-hmm. And that actually went to the king, King James I. And he found out about it. And Guy was there and he was standing there with a with a match, which, you know, to light when the people came. Um, a slow burning match and um, he was arrested 
And then it was quite interesting because they did some really gruesome things to him. Yeah, they sure. um, cut off his um, genitals and burnt them in front of him. Yeah, there's some brutal um, uh, what we call punishments in those days. Uh, you know, there's some uh, movie representations of some of these things. Uh, yeah, that are not and then nice they, they were hung. They were, yeah. they were killed in general. Yeah, a few, yeah. He, he was tortured and then they yeah. were um, yeah hung. Now, in the movie uh, V for Vendetta, of course, it was transformed into a more modern uh, plot version, b- borrowing the Guy Fox legend. Uh, in terms of tyranny of the government, ironically, a government that participated in creating a pandemic or plague and that came in with the pharmaceutical solution for it, which was the cause of it. And it's very much mimicking what we've seen, you know, in the last few years of COVID uh, with the man-made version of so-called bioweapon bio and then the, jo- the jabs that come in that don't actually cure anything, but maybe more devastating and deadly than whatever it was they unleashed at the beginning. So I acknowledge the fictionalized version. It may be more accurate to what we're witnessing today versus what the original Guy Fawkes was trying to do in terms of Protestantism and Catholicism at the time. Hmm. Yeah, it is fast. Have you, I don't know if you've seen the movie V for Vendetta, but uh, I have seen it. I saw it a while ago, but yeah, yeah. it's I mean, it is when when life <laughs> mimics art, isn't it really? Goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's just bizarre how, what we see in that context, even predictions that happen. Uh, but uh, Antonia Harmon, just a delight. But that's also, if, sorry, just to think yeah. about that. The, okay. the, one of the reasons it goes back to my theory of gas liquid solid. If enough mm-hmm. people focus on a situation like watch a movie, you can manifest that it, because mm-hmm. it goes it, because it, it's the thoughts of the collective. If enough people, this is the weapon that they're using. They're using. They understand gas liquid solid. If enough people focus on that movie, they can manifest mm-hmm. the outcome of that movie by yeah. it condensing, condensing, condensing until it becomes manifest into the real form. So that's one of the magic that they have in movies. They can actually manifest any future they want. And it was interesting in the finale of this movie, some people said it was unrealistic because what happened, the people rose up all in the guy Fox mask and just walked peaceably over and, and the military suddenly just dropped their weapons and disarmed rather than, as we see all too often in this outer, not movie world, but maybe movie like world where the violence then ensues and it ends up being even a bigger disaster perhaps, but that would be a prayerful, peaceful resolution to the tyranny we've witnessed pharmaceutical or otherwise. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Well, Antonio, I just think the best way is to provide a viable alternative rather than just, you know, you can't make change by destroying. You have to build something better. Correct. You know, I'll create the bad guys, I often say. And in term uh, in terms of what we've witnessed with with covid things, I've been meeting with doctors of all kinds, herbalists, medical doctors, homeopaths, naturopaths, chiropractors, nurses all together coming together. And what is resonating now is not a full frontal attack on the system to create a new system or a system that's parallel to it. And the people that want that old system, they can have it. And we're going to go on and do our thing. And I think, again, that's a powerful way of utilizing our energy and not wasting it in creating rather than destroying. Yeah. It's much more powerful because then what do people do? If you destroy something, then they've got no alternative and they're still stuck in the system, create something better, create something new, which works. That's it. Yeah. Antonia, I, I hope we can talk again and very soon. In fact, I'd love to connect and, and be able to share some really wonderful, empowering healing stories because Lord knows we need a lot of healing 
And I appreciate your. I got a lot of stories. <laughs> yes, you do. And I and I would encourage uh, people to check out some of your videos as well. Uh, they can experience some of that. And and if you want, sign up. Super Don has the link now to get the email alerts as well. And until the fifth of November midnight UK time, uh, you'll have an opportunity to, to sign up and three prizes that are pretty cool that you will award to uh, one, two, three of our listeners. So thank you. You're welcome. And don't forget the code Robert20 at the checkout if you want to yeah. um, book in for courses. And by the way, all the courses are online. I, I have students all over the world and getting the time zones to work for Australia, UK and America simultaneously doesn't work. So basically what you can do, they're all online and we have meetings every two weeks. You can watch them in your pajamas. You can get superpowers in your sure. pajamas from your bed. Well, Become we, a we wizard from your bed. That's nice. We have some folks from England and, and Scotland that join us on our monthly AMA, sometimes from the middle of the night. Sometimes it's, it's later in the evening when we do it earlier in the state side. But uh, yeah, we'll have to do a, a follow up on this because this is a very a fascinating introduction to something that, uh, you know, many people resonate with. Some people recoil at, but I recognize that then uh, th there's amazing amount of choices in life. And I like to provide those choices and options for folks. You know, if you don't resonate yeah. here, resonate there. And there's more than we can ever imagine. In fact, imagination is a good way to find the stuff that is often hidden from us by those that control our minds to limit our freedom to think and feel and experience and imagine greater things than what are seemingly imposed on us. Damn. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fun being a wizard and, and, you know, when you can manipulate reality to your will to some degree and dissolve diseases, it's really, oh, and, and it's really helpful and it's really beautiful when you change people's lives. We're nourishing than that. Well, yeah. And when you're doing it for the upliftment and the healing, as opposed to the destruction, we know people that know how to do these things for destructive means and purposes. Of course, none of that is what we have engaged in today or we ever intend to. So thank you, Antonia no, Harmon, for uh, communicating your passion and your experience. And we'll, we'll definitely follow up. Maybe send me a Zoom link and uh, at, at around nine o'clock your time, uh, we'll reconnect. Okay. Fantastic. I'll see you then. Thank you. All right. That's Antonia Harmon, divineempowerment.com. Uh, coming up next hour. An, another wonderful, wonderful soul on this planet. I'm glad to travel with in this lifetime. Joe Messino is going to join us from Nutritional Frontiers. We have a lot of adventures together here and out and about. So we're looking forward to talking about, well, healing on different levels next hour with Joe Messino. Real quick, just a reminder uh, for those of you are, that are wanting to safely address any pest infestation. Remember orangeguard.com, our friends at Orange Guard Tor McPartland developed this. It's delimonene. It's a, it's God's natural pesticide. You don't have to kill your plants. You don't have to kill your animals. You don't have to kill your, your kids or yourself with poison. Delimonene. You can get Orange Guard at your local Ace Hardware store. You can get it at Whole Foods. Or you can get it directly by going to orangeguard.com. Check it out. And if you have gotten your, uh, your um, bottle, send in a picture to Super Don with it askrsb at gmail.com. We're going to be giving away, if not tomorrow, then early next week, we are going to be giving away a very special prize or prizes for those of you that have submitted these pictures. And there's some of them. And uh, that, that, uh, that stuff's amazing. We're getting more feedback. It works. It really works. It's not just a, a natural thing that doesn't. It's a natural thing that does. So with that, stand by. Remember the code for uh, Nutritional Frontiers, RSB15 as well. And uh, thanks to Antonia, we've got a code R R Robert 20 to get 20% off anything that she's offering as well. So thanks for being here. God bless y'all. The power to heal is yours.
Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. All right. Thank you. We are uh, rocking the health world as we do. Energy medicine is on tap, including the botanicals that also carry a unique healing energies. Remember, it's not just about material. It's about the energy that they carry. And the energy that this guy carries is always awesome. I just love getting together with him. And we got together out in the Pittsburgh area when I was out there for the Health Hut uh, event, uh, Health Freedom event. And uh, Joe Messino joined me there. And we had a great time, Joe. Good to see you, my brother. Hey, Robert. Hey, it's about time. You know, this is nice, us getting together more often like this. I do. I yeah. do indeed like it. And I thank you for coming out to that day, that event. Not only were we able to hang out a little bit, but you got to connect with a lot of cool people in the Pittsburgh area that are naturally inclined healthcare providers that are young and up and coming. I was so inspired by yeah. these young people that really get it. And some of them were already getting a lot of their great uh, nutri nutrients, if you will, supplements, and even the hemp CBD we talk about uh, from Nutritional Frontiers. Well, you know, the funny thing is that uh, I, I got to meet a lot of uh, customers of ours that were that are Mike Gallagher's, our, our rep here, his mm -hmm. customers. He thinks that that was the sole reason I was there was to, you know, talk well, to his customers when the real reason I was there was to be with you. So but we'll let Mike keep thinking that. But yeah, yeah of Mike's, course, why not? Yeah. He, you know, Mike's the, the goat. He's the guy. He's the road warrior. And uh, I got I did get a chance to meet some really outstanding uh, people at that mm -hmm. event. The uh, husband and wife team, the singer and the boxer. I mean, yes. those, those guys were just phenomenal. And yeah. we had a long talk about mm -hmm. everything going way back in like my history with martial arts and, uh -huh. and everything that they're doing. And it's just, it was a fun, fun event. And they had, they had a great turnout, didn't they? About 150 people oh, yeah. at least. Yeah, it was terrific. And it was a great day. A lot of great presentations. And mm -hmm. Uh, I, man, I, I just enjoyed it so much. And I, I like you said, the, 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 the boxer dude, I just loved hanging out with him because yeah. you know, my, my, uh, experience in boxing and now kickboxing is I, I like to compare notes and learn yeah. from the people that have done it professionally. I've never, I'm not under the delusion that I could or would, but I enjoy and appreciate it. And you know, this last week, uh, I won the, uh, challenge of the week that the max out challenge at the gym where you uh -huh. go full tilt for all nine rounds and they count your total reps. And, uh, you know, I'm the old guy and, uh, you know, whooping up on the 20 somethings and 30 somethings, the woman who's in second place. And eventually I'll show this picture. I haven't gotten it yet. She's 39 and she's awesome. And I beat her by about 30 reps, which I felt uh -huh. good about. Cause she's, she's studly in her abilities as well. And, uh, she's overcome a lot too, but it's fun to push the body, but it's important to know the things that you know, Joe, about how do we, let's say, sustain the efforts that it takes to have this body stay strong throughout its life or health span and, and extend that health span. It's not mm -hmm. so much a mystery to us, yet so many of us, like myself included, raised pharmaceutically, medically, had no earthly idea the source of, you know, my ailments, my allergies, my inflammatory diseases, you know, my pains and my digestive disorders and endocrine things. And you name it, I didn't know because we grew up in the smartest country, the most medically advanced country that had abandoned nature. And like here we are trying to regain it, restore some level of sanity and integrity to our bodies, much less our mind and spirit. Well, that is so true. And I love the way you phrased it. We abandon nature. Yeah. And, you know, and I think even in our industry, Robert, I, some of the things just get lost in the shuffle. Mm -hmm. You know, we have so many um, modalities and so many options that we can address, but it really does come down to the gut 
it really does come down to the gut hormone mm -hmm. connection because we found out you know and just recently in in this whole scheme of things how important the gut microbiome is and how much it impacts nearly every hormone in the body and i think that's something that you know we've talked about the gut many many times for a long time now but that connection between hormone production hormone health and the gut is something mm -hmm. that's still relatively new and the the thing we're really focusing on that connection right now in fact um this week uh dr len Bransowitz, who you know mm -hmm. and i are going to be doing a vip presentation in uh, ohio this this week at, at in akron ohio on the gut microbiome and the gut hormone connection well, where's so, the at in akron where is that we should have yeah. that linked up because we've got lots of uh listeners and and, and viewers in in ohio that may want yeah, to see it's that at the uh, that. sheraton and cuyahoga falls okay the so sheraton it, and cuyahoga falls if i go to nutritional frontiers could yes. i find this event yeah and yeah yeah you should be able to maybe phil okay. can can uh get it up here for us yeah, i'm looking i'm clicking on the events tab folks i just want to be able to see these upcoming events because if you're in ohio and you get a chance to meet len and of course joe here uh let's see gut hormone connection vip dinner i got it yes you, you see that super okay, don if you cool. hit events it's the first one listed the third of november which is like two days from now and yeah. uh the gut hormone connection vip dinner sheraton suites akron uh Cuyahoga falls 1989 Front Street, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. So is that something that's already sold out, though? Should I not be mentioning it? Or can people no, go? You know, it's it's a VIP event for practitioners primarily okay. and their staff. Mm. Um, it's not for the general public, but oh, it's wait, not sold out. We, we still have some. Okay. Yeah. yeah so if you're a healthcare provider in, in Ohio area, if you want to get to it, uh, that would be a fantastic uh, discussion point to have a, a nice meal and, and talk about the gut hormone connection, which we are going to talk about right now. In fact, yes, uh, I, I think that uh, as we learn more and more about the gut and the relationship to everything, <laughs> you know, we hear gut brain all the time, but we talk about endocrine production, the hormones, et cetera, really relying upon that microbiome and everything that exists within it. And of course the home for the microbiome, which we talk about as well. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we've been talking about the endocrine system, you know, and we're big proponent of, you know, we, we, work with train our physicians and our practitioners on the concept that, that you should not treat an organ outside of the body you know there's like there's thyroid specialists right mm -hmm. there's adrenal specialists there's you know there's a specialist for every organ in the body in allopathic medicine and we're more of the concept that you shouldn't do that you should treat the whole body the whole system and especially when it comes to the endocrine system Mm -hmm. uh, if you're just treating the thyroid, what about the pituitary, the hypothalamus and the adrenals? You know, this is a vital connection that is overlooked so many times. And then Robert, you bring in the microbiome yeah. and that's like the conductor of this whole orchestra, right? I mean, and that's more recent in, in, in that connection itself. So the gut, you know, not only it produces hormones, it doesn't just help regulate them. It actually yeah. produces them. Yeah. So, and then we, and we uh, love talking as well about the endocannabinoid system and the relationship as well. I mean, there are controlling systems that you can't right. fully remove one of them and just, you know, well, treat another, or as you point out, you see a thyroid issue, just treat the thyroid without asking the question, well, why does the thyroid, you know, uh, producing or not producing, for instance, or any number mm -hmm. of things that are going on? Y if you remove that thyroid from the entire system, 
you've disconnected is what I talked about in the opening of the show in the first hour cause from effect. And that could, you know, and, and in the medical profession, that's how you victimize people into taking pharmaceutical drugs because mm-hmm. there's no explanation for why it happens. So just take this drug to suppress the symptom or force the, the body or some, some, uh, organ to do something that it should be doing. It's not where, you know, never mind all the untoward side effects that are direct effects of the drug that we don't market. Uh, so again, what you're talking about is the wisdom of what we call holistic thought or, uh, right. the ancient modalities that looked at the body as in its totality and included the body, mind, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's a word, there's a term that I think people should come to know, recognize, and understand. And it's, uh, the word is idiopathic. Mm-hmm. You mentioned just a few, just a minute ago, you know, that, well, we don't know exactly why your thyroid's not functioning, but we're going to give you this drug for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's idiopathic response. That is, that is cause of unknown origin. Now, it, to me, I don't know, but I mean, it, logic should dictate that if you don't know the cause, you shouldn't take a drug for the effect. Mm-hmm. But that's what's being done all, all over the place, of course, in allopathic medicine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just think that the, the, what we're trying to do here, and again, the big difference between what we do, what, what our practitioners do, and what the, the straight modern allopathic practitioners do is, is this. It's very simple. Allopathic medicine will provide drugs uh, for symptom management. Many times replacing a function of the body that's just not functioning properly. Whereas in functional medicine or functional nutrition, we don't replace it. We support it. We enhance it. We fortify that function so that it comes back to normal, to homeostasis. And so it's not about the symptoms. You know, there's, there's doctors in nutritional and functional medicine that get caught up in that too, mm-hmm. right? What, you know, you get people to come into our wellness center all the time and they say, what do you have for this? Well, that, that's that pharmaceutical right. the thought, thought form. process. It, yeah. It's hard to break free of it. And I know Very myself much. growing up in it that it took a lot of years of research and practice and homeopathic viewpoints of the world to Mm -hmm. break me of that habit. Even though I know, look, we've got people that are not all the way here yet. They're trying to make their way over uh, to this. We just lost Joe's uh, visual. I don't know what happened to the camera. It's coming. It'll be back. Phil's just adjusting something. No problem. So, you know, just looking at the, the transition from an allopathic mindset where we believe the treatment via suppression or forceful you know, uh, you know, we're going to make the body do something and mm-hmm. not question at all why it's happened because right. they don't know to speak of, uh, my very derivation of the term idiopathic, they're idiots. <laughs> now the thing well, is they can outgrow the idiocy and yeah, learn that's the etymology yeah. of the word. I mean, come right. on. <laughs> yeah. You don't know, but once you know, you'll do better. That's my hope and prayer. And so yeah. when you come on over and we've had physicians like come to nutritional frontiers education forums and it's a welcoming place it's a place where like len uh talks about how do we bridge the gap between allopathic thought form and practice into more holistic things and they're not necessarily mutually exclusive they can be appropriately applied to get people hopefully more and more into this uh holistic uh practice where we are not any more treating organs or symptoms but restoring the entire functionality of the whole system so correct. And, you know, Dr. Len Bransowitz, uh has been known as the gut guy mm-hmm. for a long time now. And uh, somehow or another, I don't know, I kind of got a nickname of the hormone guy. I don't know why or how that happened. But 
Two, mm-hmm. We're going to bring the two of those things together for this mm-hmm. uh, VIP, for this conference, because um, they're so intricately connected, you know, and that's, I think, where people go wrong. You know, I don't think everybody realizes how and where hormones are even made in the body. The endocrine system, you know, whether it be the pituitary, the hypothalamus, the adrenal, or the thyroid, they're the key manufacturers of hormones. You know, a lot of times when women, you know, feel like when they get a hysterectomy, they feel like they don't make hormones anymore. That's just not true. They're still producing hormones. So we have to still support the functionality of the endocrine system. And every cell in the body has a receptor site for these hormones, every cell in the body. So it's not a matter of something that's localized or in a certain spot in the body. This is a whole body process. Up until the gut connection, I think, you know, the hypothalamus was probably the one thought of thought of as the sole kind of uh, controller Mm -hmm. of the whole hormone system. And it still does. But the gut plays an integral part in this entire process. And so that's what we're really going to try to bring together. Mm -hmm. And, And when we do that, you can bet, Robert, that one of the big uh, hormones we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. is cholesterol. Yes. Yeah. I was just going to go back to some of the basics for those that are new to the Robert Scott Bell show. You might not have heard me railing on this for years, decades. In fact, Uh, the vilification of cholesterol has really done more to damage our youth hormones, which means at any age to keep us youthful, we must have endocrine activity and production. And the basis for at least the, the, the primary three that most people know about and talk about uh, uh, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying mutually exclusive, but that's, you, we, that's our starting point, all dependent upon adequate production of cholesterol. And every one of those, you know, statin drugs or even the concept of taking red yeast rice, which is a toxic poison, albeit much less toxic than the synthetic, you know, statin drug version to, to reduce cholesterol begs the question is if cholesterol is truly abnormally high or abnormally low, why? Could it be liver dysfunction? And if that's the case, shouldn't we be nourishing the liver so it produces what we need? Yes. Now I'll take that a step further. Mm-hmm. It could be that it could also be what we have found over the last 10 years is that if, if serum cholesterol levels are high in the lab, in the blood work, it's usually not because you're making too much of it. It's because you're not correctly processing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it is oxidizing mm-hmm. when it should not be. And that is when the levels, serum levels go up. So it's many times an antioxidant deficiency at the core Mm -hmm. of this whole problem. And we know for a fact that we're deficient in antioxidants because of the food supply, right? We know what we've done to that. And it's not a matter of even this whole good and bad cholesterol thing Mm -hmm. is a pure marketing scheme by the pharmaceutical industry. There's no such thing as good or bad cholesterol. Amen, Brother Joe. Right? We're talking with Joe Messino. If you're just tuning in from Nutritional Frontiers, he's sharing the wisdom of of, uh, his years doing what he's doing. We love him for that. And uh, there's an upcoming event we've just mentioned earlier, and Superdon may have it linked up. You can go go ahead and open up the visual on that so I can show everybody. If you're a practitioner, this is a practitioner-specific VIP event. And did you say Akron, Ohio? 
There it is. The Gut Hormone Connection, the 3rd of November. There are a few seats available. Again, it's not a general public event, but we have plenty of healthcare practitioners in our audience in Ohio that might want to attend. There's Dr. Len uh, Brancewitz and uh, Joe Messino there at that event. That'll be fantastic. And I just want to, again, reiterate, if you're in the area, take advantage of these opportunities. They don't come around every day to get this level of education. We're just skimming a bit of the surface here, but very important points to take yeah. deeper, including what you said about the oxidation of cholesterol that is normal and fine, yet you're not able to utilize it. Oh my gosh, what pathways are corrupted and why could it be deficiencies of these antioxidants of these minerals? Mm-hmm. It absolutely can. And and when you think about that whole, you know, that whole scheme of good and bad cholesterol, because I, I really want to pound that home for a second because you have, you know, LDL, mm-hmm. right? which is considered the bad cholesterol and you have HDL considered the good cholesterol. The problem is very, very simple. If people would just read because LDL stands for low density lipoprotein. Now I don't know about you, but I don't see the word cholesterol in there anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. No, it's a fat protein. That's what it is. It's a carrier. It carries the cholesterol molecule from the liver, into the body to do its job. And that job is hundreds of metabolic processes, including helping to make vitamin D, helping to make all of your other sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, Mm -hmm. all of these things rely on cholesterol. Then Mm -hmm. they said, oh, but the, the good cholesterol is that HDL. Well, that stands for high density lipoprotein. Again, a fat protein, not a cholesterol, it's a carrier. What is its job? Its job is to take that cholesterol molecule after it's done its amazing work and deliver it back to the liver to be excreted from the body. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, that's what you want, right? Oh, cholesterol's bad, we gotta get rid of it. So they nicknamed it the good cholesterol. Well, neither one of them are, and it's a complete marketing scheme to sell drugs. You so well communicated. Yes, absolutely. And it's essential. And, you know, as I said, I look uh, to the liver because, you know, it, let's say if I do the minerals like selenium and chromium, they both have benefit on, on liver, they all, but they both have antioxidant properties mm-hmm. as well as other properties, these minerals. And then you say, my gosh, we don't have a problem with cholesterol. There's not an oxidation issue anymore. And, and right. then we talk about an arterial concern or a vascular concern of uh, atherosclerosis. Yes. There you talk about calcification within the arteries. Again, more mineral imbalances. Yeah, let's say following inflammatory interfaces within the vascular lining due to, I could come back to poor liver function, but I could also say, look, what are you eating? Do you have toxic uh, substances in the food that are inappropriate? Are you eating an excess amount of certain things that your body can't metabolize efficiently that creates Mm -hmm. uh, metabolic wastes in circulation that in excess, if not removed by the kidneys, the liver, they can circulate in the system and create inflammation again counter and uh, countered by antioxidants of course but mm-hmm. of course restoring function to every system every organ as opposed to looking at oh cholesterol that's the problem that is so not yeah. the problem it's the so, problem is that we're looking at it as if it's the problem right because it's easily addressed with a drug yeah okay exactly. and they can do that and they're prescribing it to everybody now let's just take this a step or two further down that mm-hmm. road okay the biggest deficiency we have seen in the last 10 years, maybe longer is vitamin D three, mm-hmm. right? And you cannot produce 
vitamin D3 from the rays of the sun without adequate amounts of cholesterol in your skin. So if about 25 to 30%, maybe more now of the population are on these statin drugs, well, I wonder if that's contributing to this deficiency of vitamin D3. They can't make it, even if they're in the sun. Let's take it another step further. What's one of the biggest drug marketing campaigns on TV? Low T, testosterone deficiency, erectile dysfunction, you name it. Well, guess what? I'll bet a lot of those guys are on statin drugs mm -hmm. and they can't make testosterone or adequate right. amounts of mm -hmm. testosterone. Now let's take it another direction. What about neurological disorders? Parkinson's on the rise, dementia, Alzheimer's, all on the rise. What's the number one food for your brain? Cholesterol, this is incredible. It's not idiopathic. Mm -hmm. We know exactly what the cause is mm -hmm. of these issues that are plaguing our health. So everybody just needs to learn it as well. So what can we do to simplify, like people go, all right, Joe, dude, you laid it out beautifully, but I'm not, not an egghead like you. Speaking of eggs, good cholesterol source. Good cholesterol uh, source. It, what kind of, uh, let's say, uh, uh, formulations the Nutritional Frontiers have? Maybe yes. maybe there's some focus this month, and Superdon usually blasts that out for everybody to see. Each month there's a different focus on things. I know there's an immune focus coming up as we transition yes. the seasons. But what can we talk about in terms of people that are concerned about this very discussion topic and point? Mm -hmm. Are there key formulas that address it from a more holistic perspective? Yes. Number one, uh, let's address it from this perspective of someone who's been on a statin drug. It, maybe they were in the past, maybe they still are. If they're not supplementing with coenzyme Q10, then they're on a path to uh, a further disease state, Robert, because mm -hmm. the, the coenzyme Q10, one of the body's master antioxidants, the five, what's, what's actually one of the five super antioxidants, and these are antioxidants that regenerate each other. Mm -hmm. So for example, real quick, you've got a free radical, which is something in a destruction of your cell. It loses an electron on its outer rim and it's going after another cell to become whole again. Okay. That's the path of destruction. That is degenerative tissue, uh, destruction based on free radical damage. An antioxidant will go in and donate that electron to make that cell whole again. Now there are five antioxidants that can do that without becoming one themselves because a normal cell will donate an electron, then it becomes a free radical. So how do you stop that process? Well, there are nutrients like coenzyme Q10, vitamin E, vitamin C, alpha lipoic acid, and glutathione, our body's own natural antioxidant. Those are the five super antioxidants. Those are the ones that can repair a free radical without becoming one themselves. Mm -hmm. And the most important one of all of those is coenzyme Q10. Why? Because it's made in the same chemical pathway as cholesterol in our liver. So mm -hmm. if you have been taking a statin drug, yeah. you're destroying whatever CoQ10 your body might have made in the process. So that's number one. Joey, we've talked about this fascinating historical fact in terms of big pharma and their statin drugs. Merck was that first out of the gate with these statin drugs, and they actually have a patent when they were bringing this to market on a statin drug yeah. with coenzyme Q10. Yes. 
I believe and that like, was Novastatin. Isn't that interesting? But they never released it because they said, well, it's too expensive. Yes. But, and so they, that means, Joe, that the big pharma company Merck knew that they were yeah. going to precipitously destroy and drop Croenzyme Q10 uh, availability in the body. And they knew it and they did nothing about it. In the meantime, what does that mean? You could precipitate congestive heart failure by yes. putting out these statin drugs. You, you can see muscle wasting diseases. Right. Because coenzyme Q10 also plays a role in mitochondrial function as well. So it's like, good Lord, they knew it and they did. They had a patent on it. There's no denying that. Yet they didn't bring it out. Not that that would have impressed me much because we know that cholesterol was never the issue. It's just something they could drug. They found they could drug and cause yes. a change in levels. Well, they, they succeeded in producing the exact opposite of its intended effect. Mm-hmm right? They actually produced more heart issues than they fixed yeah. with this drug. And, and that's, un, that's a shame, but that seems to be the case more often than not producing the exact opposite of your in, its intended effect. We have some great CoQ10 formulations. We have my favorite, which is called Enter CoQ10 because, uh, you know, CoQ10 is involved in energy, but we combine coenzyme Q10 and our other one of our other favorites, DMG, dimethylglycine, together in one chewable tablet, 300 milligrams of each in one chewable tablet. And and I got you know I've probably said this before on the show, but that's my desert island supplement right there. Mm -hmm. If I could only take one, it would be that because it's so important to life. Both these nutrients, CoQ10 and DMG, are endogenous to the body. They're made by the body. So we know how important they are and neither one of them have upper limits like most mm. nutrients don't, mm. but you can just take as much as you want. It can only benefit you as we age. Like most things, we make less and less of these nutrients, but you so do the, the right we thing. Get, yeah. You yeah. do the right thing, Joe, you can facilitate youth in old age. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are places on the planet far fewer than they used to be where people would live into their hundreds and they would still be working out in the fields. Mm -hmm. until they just, well, I've done it for enough times. So it's been a century. I, I think I'm ready to go. And they it, it peacefully leave a peaceable death over the, yes. you know, and, and that we don't know of in our Western culture where we have to artificially create opportunities to move our bodies, exercise mm -hmm. like me. I go, I go to the gym. I mean, yes, I work out in the, in the yard, in the garden, but it's not like a big farm. I'm not out hunting for my food. Uh, so I, you know, to use our body on a daily basis, which is designed by God to be used, we have to kind of create artificial cir circumstances to do that. And that's good. It still works, but hopefully you can find great joy in that. And I know some people go, ah, oh, I just hate to exercise. Well, you haven't found the exercise that suits you because there's always something that goes, oh, well, that resonates. I had no idea what that mm -hmm. was. So keep looking, keep looking, find a way to do it. And if it is just gardening, my gosh, that facilitates a lot of great benefit to keep you young, despite the numerical age you may have, which indicates how many times you've transited around the sun, uh, so to speak. So uh, speaking of the sun transit, it, time keeps going. We've got upcoming events. We mentioned one with Joe Messino that he's going to be doing uh, in Akron, Ohio. I want to go to our upcoming events tab and let you know about a few others. Uh, this very weekend, I'm heading out uh, Thursday. We do have a new show with Jonathan E. Mord and more uh, on Thursday's show, but I'm going to the Great Awakening, the Great versus the Great Reset, Clay Clark's Reawaken America Tour. This is what they call Episode 17 in Branson, Missouri. And I'll be speaking there right after, get this, this listen to this lineup, Dr. Rashid Batar, Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Simone Gold, 
then me, RSB, all in a row. Uh, and that's going to be happening Saturday uh, morning to afternoon uh, at the event in Branson, Missouri. So I'm really excited about being there. And I'll be interviewing folks, doing a live broadcast from there as well. Then come back and we go to Salt Lake City for G. Edward Griffin's Red Pill Expo. And we have a discount code for that. Do Use the uh, code RSB. I believe that's right, Super Don. And you get a 10% discount off of attending in person at the, uh, what was it called? The Salt Palace Convention Center. And that's September 12th and 13th, the Saturday, If you Sunday don't want to have to worry about doing that, just use the banner. Just click on the banner. The banner will get you there. Okay. I, I just want to so, make sure yeah. everybody gets the discount. Uh, we have some online events coming up. Root Causes, it looks like. Uh, happening in November. We've got the Regenerate Yourself Masterclass, Sayer G's. Uh, we got our good friend Marjorie Wildcraft hosting a homegrown food summit. These are all free and online. And then an autoimmunity uh, summit that'll be happening in uh, December. But these are all free educational opportunities we love to provide in addition to doing our two-hour-plus broadcast six days a week, occasionally getting the wisdom of Joe Messino. So, hey, where's Jamie Dorley? Why is he dissing me again? What's up with that? <laughs> oh, well, he has a good reason this time. He's on his way to Vegas for Supply Side West. <laughs> yes, I saw his announcement. I just want to give him some crap while he's not here and he can't defend himself. Yeah. He's perfectly <laughs> capable of doing so. So anybody going to Supply Side West in Vegas, you can give a big hug to Jamie Dorley and the crew out there. Uh, Absolutely. Looking for some new, great, inventive uh, ingredients and options for us to bring to everybody. So, you know, that's one thing. We never get stagnant. We're always looking for something new and better. Right. And speaking of uh, upcoming events, Superdon, can you flip back to the upcoming events at Nutritional Frontiers page? I think if we scroll down far enough, there's one that I want to try. And I don't know. I haven't officially been invited, but I'm I'm asking. And I've talked to Joe about it, but I haven't mentioned it to Jamie yet. Uh, Let's go back to that page. Go full screen. Let's see what it looks like here and uh, see what else is up and coming. There it is. All right. So if we scroll down, we're looking through November, go down to December, see if we can get to January. Oh, February 10th. Look at that. I think that's the interesting one. (laughs) That's a weekend, a wellness weekend in, uh, where is that? Clearwater Beach, just out in the Tampa Bay area. And we have so many listeners and viewers in that region of Florida. It would be mm-hmm. amazing to be down there and see everybody that would like to, to come to that. That is also for healthcare providers. Uh, but again, we've had naturopaths, homeopaths, medical doctors, nurses, nutritionists, uh, chiropractors, mm-hmm. massage therapists, anybody that involves in nutrition is absolutely welcome. And the dynamic speakers that you've had and I participated with are uh, just so amazing. Uh, so if, uh, if I, if I can be there, I will. That's something I'm just planting a seed if it's possible. That's February. Oh, no, you got to be there. You 10th, be 11th, there. and 12th. Yeah, yeah. Tampa, Florida. Yeah. We're yeah. pulling out all the stops for this one. This is a this is our first real weekend yeah. event. Yeah. Right. So all I, you got to do is get there, and uh, we'll take care of everything else. A lot of a lot of cool stuff. And I was able to kind of emcee the event last time in, in mm-hmm. uh, Pittsburgh area, which was really what, just beautiful way we kind of aligned it all together. We ran out of time because we wanted to do Q&A at the end. But I think this time we're going to know, leave some room for that, too. Absolutely. And we, we're going to be expanding this one. That's why it's a whole weekend event. Wow. So there's going to be a lot of activity outside, mm-hmm. inside, you name it. Um, we're really going to, you know, hey, look, February best time of the year to go to florida right are you kidding me yeah absolutely the best so yeah it's a a great event by the way there is the the uh Stu terry warner they're hosting an event that got postponed because of the hurricane uh first weekend in january and i plan to be there at that and so do we broadcast yeah so yeah we another opportunity that'll be in orlando area 
and we'll get right. that updated information added to the upcoming events list. So Joe, do you know if you're going to that one personally in January? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I will be there. Good. That so lineup, the lineup yeah. that you guys have for that one is just, just blows me away. That's, that's the one I can't wait. I can't wait to see. Yeah, That's going to be amazing. Uh, make sure you say hi to uh, Dr. Buttar for me when you yeah. see him next. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The awaken America, reawaken America tour. Yeah. Yeah. Rashid was, a, he played a big role cause I was trying to drag in my feet and even my wife played a role in this. I'm like, honey, do I really have to go to another event? <laughs> you know? Cause I'm like just whining a little bit. Super Don knows he plays the world's tiniest violin for me. Uh, but these events have become fast and furious ever since COVID nonsense ended. And we've been just trying to make up for lost time. Yes. And so it's been, I've been away more than I've been home and I just I want to stay home a weekend, but that's not happening. Uh, there's more <laughs> than we can do, but we got to keep doing it. Uh, Super yep. D do we have the, the list of uh, the focal point of products for uh, no November, 2022 of nutritional frontiers? Cause they always have great deals. Here we go. Yeah. Immune system focus, immunity solutions. Yes. And this is the beauty of being part of the Robert Scott Bell show family. You guys can access all of these products for 15% off as they're giving a discount. But guess what? You can, according to Jamie Dorley, double dip. When you order yeah. this stuff at 15% off direct, you can use the code RSB15 and get an additional 15% off. And things like their power cleanse is available. What are the things jump out at you here? And there's some even bigger overstock options I'm looking on this page. Yeah. yeah the things that jump out at me, here's, you know, what we want to do is get a little head start. I personally believe that you should address your immune system, you know, 365 days a year. You mm -hmm. shouldn't wait for that season for that. Well, I call it D three D season D three yeah. deficiency, mm -hmm. right? So vitamin D three jumps out at me right away. Everybody. And I've been saying this for 10 years, Robert, everybody needs a minimum of 10,000. I use a vitamin D daily. We just don't get it. We don't get it in the sun. We can't get out in the sun enough. And, and, you know, here's a little known fact, real, just quick little pearl here. If you are living in the part of the country, uh, up above a certain latitude, you know, yeah, latitude mm -hmm. the only time you, the UVB rays from the sun can penetrate the atmosphere enough to give us vitamin D or to help us make it mm -hmm. is between, you know, like the end of May and the beginning of September. So even if you get a great day, you know, in March, the sun's yeah. not high enough in the sky for the rays to get through. You've got to supplement with D3. There's just no two ways about it. Yeah, and we want to have all the cofactors and minerals present to provide for the activation of even the right. stored form of D. That's another aspect of the holistic and comprehensive way we view this, not exactly. just about D3. We recognize right. how the body utilizes it. Yeah, and then, you know, you have NAC. We talked about glutathione. Now, one of the main precursors to glutathione in the body is N-acetylcysteine. You combine it with vitamin C and you've really got the, the, the uh, recipe for glutathione. So, you know, you can't, glutathione has up until the last year or so, we've never really found a good bioavailable source, but we mm -hmm. do have one now. It's called Amothian and it's in our greens powder and it's in our uh, Live Complete formulation. And, and it is the most bioavailable form of glutathione right now on the market. And it's patented, it's researched, it's a trademarked ingredient. So we have the studies to prove it. But in, up until that point, you had to give your body what it needed to make glutathione. Mm -hmm. And one of the key components is NAC. And wasn't that awfully popular over the last two years? Oh, yeah. Huh. 
Yeah. And I always, you know, remind folks as well, selenium is critical for NAC yes. to convert to the glutathione peroxidase form. Once again, the active form. So we recognize none of this should be taken in a vacuum. Recognize the minerals that we need to supplement if they're not in the food sources that we eat. And, and then you'll find that completeness, right? And that's what we talked about on starting in terms of hormone and endocrine function today with you, Joe, that yes. it isn't about targeting one organ or gland that's responsible for producing it. It's about all of the other factors and cofactors necessary for making that complete, a uh, functional, complete system rather than just isolating one thing and, and forgetting the rest. And if you have a limited budget, I mean, if you want to just fortify your immune system, you know, coming up through the winter, uh, a great comprehensive formula is called Immunomax. And it has multiple components in it. It has mm -hmm. DMG in it. It has a maitake mushroom, a very low molecular weight maitake mushroom so that it's mm -hmm. guaranteed to be absorbed by the cells. There's other components as well, but this thing is a powerhouse and it's all in one formula. And that's something that, you know, we've been trying to do, you know, over the years is have make it easy for people to do this without having you know a whole cabinet full of of nutrients yeah. like like Simplified. we normally do you know, <laughs> yeah but. exactly you look at ours <laughs> like yeah well we know too much and yeah. so we do but you, you do the most critical things first and and expand from there and and always remember to eat the quality food as uh it used to be called food <laughs> and now you have to hyphenate it call it organic if you will uh, but even that we've talked about mineral depletion and we yes. still have to supplement because the soils have been corrupted for a long long time all right well, let's see what else we got here oh you know there's a story i wanted to talk about the hemp the cbd the endocannabinoid yes. system we have a little uh, a little uh, top of the hour break where you were talking about again the endocannabinoid system. Yes, and I think this is an interesting story. This is out of NPR. Uh, they call it National Public Radio. I used to call it National Propaganda Radio, but <laughs> anyway, it's an interesting story. It says voters in some of the most conservative states to weigh in on recreational pot. You know, this is this is like it should never have been um, a political issue. To you know, the idea that we could vilify a plant because we don't like the way some people use it. But it says here, voters in five states, including four that are among the most conservative in the country, are deciding whether to legalize. Well, they call it recreational marijuana. For me, that just means making this plant available for how you decide you want to use it. And, and again, it's not for me or the government to determine how it's best used for you. I would encourage you to learn about it as we do have invested time and energy and education. And as of you, Joe, in terms of the endocannabinoid system, some people, cannabis is a lifesaver that includes tetrahydrocannabinol. Uh, can I, uh, uh, yet some become very paranoid and it's not good for them, but it's just like anything. Finding out how you interact with these plant species the, the components of them, some people do exceedingly well with CBD and low THC or, or little or none. And yes. yet some people, believe it or not, CBD is not the greatest thing for them. So we acknowledge mm -hmm. the bioindividuality. And yet here we have a, a, an interesting story of maybe the evolution of the voting population to go, maybe we should just back off and allow this plant to be out there for everybody, however they want to use it. I agree. I mean, if this plant was outlawed in 1937. Okay, that was the same year that the Department of Agriculture went to Congress and said the soil's depleted of its mineral content. So I don't know what was going on in 1937, but it was a bad year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, <clears throat> that stopped generations from having this, what we call the 91st essential nutrient. Mm -hmm. How could we outlaw a nutrient when your body has an entire system that requires it? Mm -hmm. The endocannabinoid system. Well, probably, you know, who knows if they knew about the endocannabinoid system back then. About 30 years ago, it came into prominence. But mm -hmm. 
still, this is the 91st essential nutrient. Now, you know, two things that I can say right off the bat, um, when it comes to uh, application, when it comes to real strong application of this nutrient, um, both uh, seizure prevention and preventing breast cancer cells from moving to metastasis have both been positively affected just by the CBD component of the plant. Mm -hmm. So in those two cases, which are very, very vital, they are, you don't require the THC. So CBD, and not only that, Robert, we have, you know, 0.3% of it in ours, which is the legal limit. Mm -hmm. So it is full spectrum. And it's really not about just cannabidiol. It's about the entire cannabinoid family and all the terpenes that go along with it. I heard you mention that orange product. That's a terpene, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. That, the, the, pest, the orange uh, pesticide that you were talking about? Yeah, that's the, that's the orange guard. And indeed, um, you know, what we found, and I've seen this as a cleaning agent as well as a natural pesticide, this terpene is, is, is profound. Yet, yeah. in fact, it's shown to have anti-cancer properties. How about that for a pesticide yes. that cures cancer instead of causes it? Exactly. And that is one of the terpenes in the medicinal hemp plant, mm -hmm. along with lemonine. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, these are, it's loaded with terpenes. It has all the cannabinoids from the, it's a full spectrum. You need that entourage effect to mm -hmm. get this beneficial uh, health effect from this plant. So For, the, for those yeah, we, that are new... If you haven't been to cbdnf.com and signed up to get uh, information, every once in a while we remind you, if you're new to the show, you can actually go to the, you know, we have it linked up. There's a banner, cbdnf.com. And when you sign up, you mentioned the Robert Scott Bell Show in the drop-down menu. If you're in the United States, they actually send you a nice welcome package. It's like a gift bag. So you try the samples of things. And you can always use, again, the cbdnf.com site, which is also nutritionalfrontiers.com, the RSB15 to get a discount all the time. This Hemp Boost product, we've tried it. And it's like it's supercharged this, the, the hemp CBD. It like it suddenly became more active, more usable by the body. This is this is a dynamite formula. I don't know if people know about it or have tried it yet. Yeah, it is because of this particular nutrient, Cannaboost in it. Um, the, we found a way to actually enhance the bioavailability, the absorption, the assimilation of the nutrient into the cells. And that's always the most important thing of, about any nutritional product is can you assimilate it? Like I said earlier with that maitake mushroom, there's a lot of mushroom extracts out there, but that molecule is so large your body can't assimilate it. With the PD fraction, it is the lowest molecular weight possible, just like the silver just like argentin and sovereign silver right it has to be absorbed by the body yeah so the hemp boost has this a natural nutrient in it to help enhance that and that's why people are getting such great results with it and um, that's just one of the options you know we have a full suite of cbd products besides the the hemp boost we have of course as you showed earlier the four different flavors of the liquid tincture and we have the gummies as well and of course that amazing transdermal cream and we just get so many i'll tell you what mm -hmm. i had to use some transdermal cream myself uh, uh yesterday after uh, walking a couple miles with the grandkids up and down the hills trick-or-treating mm -hmm. uh but you know it, it it still it came in handy <laughs> There it is. And it and, works fast. And, and folks, when you sign up, you're going to get one of those little trial size, travel mm -hmm. size ones. 
uh, fourteen dollar, uh, sixteen dollar retail value, uh-huh. uh, and you'll get that. Typically, if you're in the United States, your first time you're reaching out, you tell them the Robert Scott Bell Show sent you. They're going to send you some samples, including one of these. You'll try it. You're like, dude, I got to get a bigger one. Uh, but the, a little bit goes a long way. I want you to remember that a little bit does go a long way. Yes, and uh, I I probably could use it. Uh, but sometimes I tough through it because the kind of pain I'm experiencing, thankfully, more often than not, is self-induced in terms of workout and, right. and its recovery, its soreness. Now, this week, the the challenge of the week, which somehow I am in the lead. I, I, you know what? I'm not obsessed. Super Don thinks I'm obsessed about winning it. I'm not like one of those guys. Really, I'm not. It's fun to win it. I'll admit it. I'll acknowledge it. Sure, it's great. Uh, but this week was uh, – uh, roundhouse kicks, they call them, I think. Yes. Roundhouse kicks. So it's a right roundhouse kick to the heavy bag and a left roundhouse kick. Uh-huh. One, two, like that. And then you drop down to a full burpee and then back up again. And that's one. <laughs> and do that for three minutes straight. And, dude, my pecs are screaming at me right now. Mm. But, dude, I can kick. Like I, I'm shocked. I'm watching myself kick. It's just if I'm outside of my body looking back. I'm like, who is that, dude? When I started the gym, I couldn't kick. I don't know. I could hardly kick a soccer ball. I could do that. But I mean, really, the, the martial arts style kicks. Now I can mm-hmm. do it, but it's consistency. But yes, the uh, hemp products have reduced inflammation, helped me to recover quicker. And uh, I'm just, just like I said, I'm amazed that more people don't know about it, even though a lot of people do. Or maybe they thought, well, I've heard all about CBD and hemp and they're over it. I'm like, don't get over it. Get it in you because no. it's quite extraordinary. Yeah. You know, there was a big onslaught of inferior products in the marketplace, you know, when it was, when it first came into prominence. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people tried some of the cheap stuff and of course it's not going to work. And they thought, oh, this is just another fad, but it's not when you have the real thing, mm-hmm. when you have a USDA certified organic, when you know, when you can follow it from plant to finished product under the same roof, mm-hmm. then you know what you're getting. You know, where we get our CBD, they don't even uh, harvest it with machines. They harvest, harvest it by hand. Mm-hmm. That's how special. And and that's why, and we see it in the results. We see it in the results. And, you know, it's funny you brought up that stuff about, you know, recovering and kicking and -hmm. and things because, number one, I I admire what you're doing because you're never going to drop into a burpee before you have to kick somebody. But the fact that you can means that when you don't, Mm -hmm. the kick will be that much better. Okay. Right. (laughs) So that's about, that's enhanced training. But you know, I, I you know, I go back a long, long ways um in the martial arts. First mm-hmm. black belt was nineteen seventy-eight. Wow. And so yeah, I know, it shows my age. But <laughs> but you know, a lot of the guys that I trained with and competed with in the eighties mm-hmm. all have had hip replacements, knee replacements. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a wreck. Mm-hmm. And it's because, you know, I was involved in nutrition from the very, very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. And I still have my knees and my hips and, you know, I don't, haven't had to do anything like that. Of course, you know, I've had some injuries along the way, but, uh, other than that though, nothing major, they're all getting these joints replaced. Yeah. That is amazing. You, they think, well, it's normal to wear them out. Like, no, no not really. Not. And I no, recognize that these martial artists put their body through high levels of intense training to the point of, you could argue abuse. But if you know yeah. what is involved in those inflammatory cascades because of that use or maybe a borderline abuse, you could strategically up certain things in your body to give it what it needs to recover even mm-hmm. at that highest level. But if you don't know, then you got these great martial artists that end up having joint replacements. And it's so yes. disappointing that they weren't trained in the nutritional sciences, right. just the martial arts without that. I think 
you know, it's a big gaping hole in, uh, you know, complete training in terms of body, mm -hmm. mind, spirit. Again, the body aspect of that. And Jamie sees it a lot too, with all of his, you know, colleagues in, in the bodybuilding industry that he was in for many, many, many years. And, you know, he still does, he still lifts and, you know, a lot of the guys that he knew back then, you know, again, in the same situation that the, you know, my, my colleagues were in the martial mm -hmm. arts because they didn't mm -hmm. fortify the body with the nutrients it needs to heal. Mm -hmm. And, and while I'm while, just before I forget though, there's yeah. a formulation guys, anybody who's out there working out hard. If you're not using what we call power fuel, then you're, you're missing out on recovery. You can knock off time from recovery. You can eliminate soreness because this nutrient is a, it was at its core, Robert, it was a mitochondrial repair formula, mm -hmm. which means, you know, you got to repair the cells so they right. can heal. When yeah. you work out, you tear muscle tissue, it heals. Mm -hmm. That's how it gets bigger. But there's mm -hmm. that, that area in between where it's sore. Mm -hmm. And this can reduce that amount of time. That's what it was designed for. It also has an electrolyte component in it, replenish mm -hmm. the minerals. It also has that nitric oxide component, right? Sure. And that's, you know, over the last couple of years, we figured we've seen how important yeah. nitric oxide is as well. So well, power fuel, yeah. two great flavors, add that to your, uh, workout regimen. I need to do all. that. I haven't tried that yet. In fact, that was the only thing that bummed me out about uh, when you came to see me. We you didn't bring me a smoothie from uh, the wellness uh, Weiner Wellness Center. But, yeah, we didn't have time. I'm teasing you, but it was great that when I was there in Pittsburgh that first time, we went there and made an awesome organic smoothie power shake. It was great on the way, great way to send me home on that trip. Uh, but I know that we get to make those things at the uh, Nutritional Frontiers events as well. You have them yes. there on site as well. Uh, DJ Katie Organic, our good friend, super fan, super supporter. She says she received her sleepy time formula this week and it worked <laughs> well. Uh, you know, we talked about that. I, I've talked about how well that works as well. Um, another aspect, this doesn't go into a supplement, but, you know, these things you discover along the way, like, uh, you know, what, what causes sleep disruption? Let's say you've got everything shored up nutritionally. You're doing all the right things. And you're like, something's just not hitting here. Could it be that you have a hypersensitivity to sound that mm. keeps you too aware of your surroundings? And maybe in those cases, you should just put earplugs in <laughs> and sleep sound. I mean, sometimes it can be as simple as that. And that's why you're mm. sleuthing on these things. Uh, and I just encourage you to kind of step outside that proverbial, oh, it's only this or it's only this and say, what could it be? I don't know. And open your, your ears and say, oh, maybe somebody's snoring next to me in bed. If I put some earplugs in, I'll sleep much better. Well, you know, and just the opposite could be true too. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe you need to listen to some, uh, frequency, some solfeggio frequency at night Ooh, yeah. to help get you into that deep sleep state. Yep. But if you, if your issue is a racing mind mm. that won't shut Sleepy off, time, then man. sleep time is the formula. Sleep time's awesome. And, yeah. uh, folks, Joe Messino available for you. If you reach out to nutritional frontiers or come to any of the events we mentioned today and more. Uh, if you get email alerts from Nutritional Frontiers, they'll plug you in. Uh, another great episode. I want to thank uh, uh, you, Joe, for being here. And uh, a lot of fun. I, I, I mean, look, we can have fun even without Jamie. I know he's not going to like that, but we, we have fun together. We do. But Jamie's out there, Vegas, as you said, supply side. Uh, if you're yes, going out is. there, say hi to Jamie Dorley from all of us. Thanks as well to Antonia Harmon, our, our new friend from England. That was a fascinating discussion on uh, what we talked about the three states gas, liquid, and solid, how they relate to disease manifesting in the body energetically. It's fantastic. I love mm. expanding these topics of discussion. I hope everybody enjoyed that. And we'll, we'll dig a little bit deeper. She's offering a special deal until 
Guy Fawkes Day in England, November 5th. And uh, all month, the 15% off deals we just referenced at Nutritional Frontiers, additional 15 with the RSB 15 discount code. Thank you, Joe, for being with me. Absolutely. Live long and prosper, my friend. All right. We got a little bit of bonus round coming up. And uh, thank you for sharing the show as well. We'll be back in just a moment. God bless you all. The power to heal is yours. Right. Bonus round. Bonus round starting now. Super D, how you doing? You didn't get a chance to say much today. I apologize. I like to have you in. Oh, it's okay. Mix. That's no, yeah. that's 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 no problem. No problem at all. I was um I was having some fun listening to hour one. Dude, wasn't that wild? Yeah. Seriously, dude, it was like yeah, to, to be able to go there. I don't there. think we've ever had a wizard on the show before. I don't think so either. And that it was, was a, just well, no, 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 no. That's that's not a hundred percent accurate because really? actually, you were the original wizard on the show. <laughs> of course. Um, so oh, I mean, we can't yeah. we can't forget about that. Yes, but, of course. But uh, yeah, that was I. I don't Listen. know. I just love the fact that we can uh, communicate very, maybe perhaps complex things in many different ways. Well, they were, listen, I mean, it's to each their own, uh, you know, and just because I don't, I can't like wrap my head around <laughs> something does not mean right? we don't just it's not you the as... right thing for other people. Well, that's the point. We, we resonate in certain ways. I, I even said that fine. about exercise. I mean, who was it? There was somebody in the chat room that was really digging that. I think it was, I think it was Dawn. Okay. Don Rogers. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, look, if, if you click on that link, I got to figure out how to put, how to get that into the, uh, the show notes somehow. Okay. You know that what I need be. her to do though, is I need yeah. her, I need her to send me, mm-hmm. um, the list of the prizes because I, I couldn't follow exactly what, what the right. Things yeah. Were. Yeah. Message her and, and, and I do will. That. Yeah. I'll send her an email yeah. have her do that and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. But, um, yeah, she was, I mean, now look, she was fun. And, and listen, I acknowledge there's some people that are quite uncomfortable with the, the topic and or how it's discussed. And yet this is a broadcast. This is not a narrow cast. And when I talk healing, I talk about it in many ways, in many levels, from the hardest hardcore sciences to the esoteric side and everything in between. And I think the esoterics more resonates with quantum physics. Even homeopathy can be considered somewhat esoteric because it's dealing with energy medicine. But if we talk about the different states of matter, you know, gas, uh, solid, you know, and liquid, there's also the plasma scenario. That's, you know, there's so much more to discuss and learn that just to, I, I, I truly, as I think, um, Mike Adams, said matter, it, we were, right? well, I don't, I don't believe in dark matter. I think that's a scam, but, um, oh, but wait a minute now, what you can't, you can't say that. Yeah. But the, these are, these are the molecular people that believe in that. Well, that's okay. You can believe in that, but the dark matter people are mostly uh, the the molecular reductionist scientists uh, that just don't have a clue, and they still believe that big Big Bang theory is a scientific theory. Oh, that's what okay. I'm talking about. Uh, that they're trying to explain dark Dude, matter. I, I don't even before. know what dark matter. That's just two words I threw out there. Just, just oh, you're just trying to impress me. Uh, <laughs> 
but I, I'm just saying that the, the <coughs> a reality of, of life itself is so broad and, and in so many ways we can come at it and communicate it in words. Some people are offended by certain terms and words, and I'm not here to purposefully offend, although people with closed minds, I can't help them. Uh, but the idea is, how does it resonate with you? Take it in the spirit with which we're delivering it to bring you more options for healing. However it is, we've been on this journey on this lifetime for a while now, and there's a lot I understand there's a lot I don't, a lot I know, a lot I don't. And if, if I ever shut down to learning new things, even if they're a little uh, challenging, uh, Super Don, you can kick kick me. You know, I won't kick you back because uh, that's when it's, you know I stop learning. I don't ever want to stop learning. Because I can okay. kick now, dude. I, it's you can. Yeah, you can kick better than I can, so I'm not going to kick you. Dude, today I was working on those double uh, uh, roundhouse kicks where you're – you, like you keep your your knee up and you kick and then you kick again and your your foot never comes back down and it's like that's the next level for me and i'm like oh i could sort of do that too that's I'm some not, bruce lee stuff man. i'm not great at it but again it's how yeah. how it starts you go all right now that i've got this part mastered let me try this you know and it's fun you know it's just like learning new things in a body that's been here for a while but feels really good compared to what most people, what I imagine mid fifties would be when we were kids. When you looked up at, you know, people in their fifties, our parents, even you're like, Whoa, that's old, even though they're still doing stuff, but <laughs> it's different now. Things are changing. Maybe yep. yeah. you got some things to do. So what else do we have any other comments or questions in the chat room before we wrap up here? Maybe we covered a lot of ground actually with Joe Messino too. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Tomorrow, we have got Michelle Perro on from gmoscience.org. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me see here. I have not heard from back from Ty yet. So we may or may not have, have him on tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and then Thursday, we've got Jonathan E. Mord scheduled, already done. A great hour with Jonathan E. Mord. And then there's another a documentary that's being re released. Do you have the name of that documentary? Patty Myers will be the guest. And uh, she has put together a doc documentary called Making a Killing. And this has to do with her husband. The hospital protocols killed him. Correct. Yeah. Like Scott Sherrick, yeah. you know, it killed Dude, Grace, his daughter. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But, um, you know, we've talked before about how th this pandemic thing that happened has really created a lot of, of activism within, uh, you know, the community that we're in and the growing community that we're in. Yeah. And is it just my imagination or, are they, man, are there like massive amounts of like documentaries and, and, oh, and no, that you're right. like that, there are. Yeah. that are just like, I've never seen. Yeah. Uh, I just saw one out, like of, before. out of England. Uh, they're, they're, they're coming up everywhere. We talked about anecdotals uh, by Jennifer Sharp. There yeah. are loads and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a needed response to showcase the things that we're not allowed to talk about and bringing it out in a documentary film or even a feature film way to communicate and, and educate yeah. uh, well, and, and more of that. Yeah, another one I'm really kind of uh, looking forward to coming out soon. I actually was, I was talking with Mickey Willis earlier this morning, uh, mm -hmm. Plandemic three. Yes. That's coming out. Did, were you reaching? Did you say you were talking about or talking to Mickey Willis? Two. Yeah. Are we going to get him on the show soon? I'm sure it won't be an issue to, to get him on. I'll have Kevin book him, but uh, okay. he did. A, I was helping our, our friend Scott Shar out uh, this oh, morning. Oh, yeah, that's right. He interviewed Mickey Willis for his first podcast. He has a new podcast coming out, so I was, I was helping him out with that. And uh, When will that be available? Tomorrow, I believe. 
Oh, cool. We need to mention going that too. up on Rumble uh, right. tomorrow, and and it'll probably go out on some other platforms uh, as well. Okay. So we don't know if Ty's on. Hopefully, he's on tomorrow. Uh, he's been so busy, but they they're just rolling out the propaganda exposed thing. Uh, if you haven't signed up, please do. Super Don sent out uh, an email blast on it, and it's in, I'll have another one going out. Should be in the newsletter as well, and and a link, a banner at robertscottbell.com. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a it's expanded edition. It's going to be amazing, and uncensored. already it was sensational. Uncensored edition, so uncensored. To speak. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Then Friday we should be live with who knows who uh, at the uh, Reawaken America tour event in Branson. You're going to be using the new uh, the new toy. I'm going to yeah the new board that you guys got us. You know what I'm saying. You donated to help us get that. I've got to practice with it today and tomorrow, so I, I'm ready to travel with it. And we'll have a, a really cool audio quality and everything. So I'm learning. I'm going to learn that. But now I've got to break early because I want to reconnect with Antonia, see if we can do a, a little magic for my wife, if that's the case. And I can report on that, too. All and right. and uh, we'll be back, God willing, 22 hours or less from now, less than 22 hours from now. Uh, with another edition, live edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show. So thank yep. you for sharing the show and being here. All right, guys. You have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Take care.